This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you by My Car Controls. My Car Controls, always there to lock you out of your car at three in the morning when you're trying to leave Waffle House and your keys are in the trunk. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys really hard. You really screwed me. And and I I really pissed off because I spent a lot of money for this shit. And then when it's in the comes in the clutch, oh just push a button to unlock your car. Get fucked. That that's what the app should have just said to me is get fucked. Anyway. My car controls, sons of bitches. Hello and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly in vitro fertilized podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I'm your host, Adam from Houston. And with me today, a man who sees only in shades of desert sands from Micah, it's Tim the Handlebreaker. <laughs> How's it going? Also joining me, hey. Also joining me, a man with nothing to lose except the original NFT for the lost meme, it's Tab Burt. Welcome back, everybody, to big episode 233. Glad to be back after a week off. It's weird. It was weird. It was weird. Took a whole week off from the show and nobody yeah. even knew. <laughs> except the fact that I announced it beforehand and now I'm telling people after. And we said multiple times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. we. Lots of advance notice on that one. Last week, uh, we played Dead Helms episode came out that had yes. been recorded a week yeah. prior. And we finally, now we're caught up and we're actually recording episodes on the week that they air. Uh-huh. I can't say how happy I am to not have things uh, scheduled way in advance. Anymore. Yeah. It's. I hate having, I hate that. Yeah. But I also hate, uh, I've minorities and women. Yes. Um, no, I hate when podcasts just when they dump, right? Yeah. I hate when they dump episodes on you. Yeah. I like it when they dump episodes on you. Yeah. It's like, you like, you like getting dumped on. Now I have a lot of stuff to listen to. (laughs) That's why I like, I like listening to, uh, uh, who are these podcasts? Because I have like 150 episodes left to catch up on, or something, or uh, however many I'm up to now. Yeah. So I never, I'm never thinking, I'm never listening to my sitting on my phone and thinking like, oh, what if I have to wait a week for the next episode of Who Gives a Shit? I just hit. It's like, all right, I'm just gonna keep listening to uh, who are these podcasts until Dick or Who Gives a Shit or um. Uh, Castile versus the Pod Monster. One of those shows released an episode. I just pause whatever episode of old episode of uh, yeah, WATP for a minute. Listen to the new episode of these people, and then I go, All right, well, I guess I got to wait a week for the next one. <laughs> Speaking of who gives a shit, Adam from Houston's joining us, co-host hey, of Who Gives going? a Shit. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. That's it's a great show. I've been on an episode, and uh, we've had Cripple Jesus on several times, and yep. so decided to also have Adam on. He's a you don't know anything about Adam, do you? Not Tim. really. He's an ex-con oh, man. Oh no! And he's got a lot of really great stories. I bet. Yeah, it's I don't even. Sometimes when people just get introduced to me, I'm like, it's weird. I'm, I was used to people not knowing anything about me. And now a lot of my stories have gotten out there. So when someone doesn't know anything, I'm like, fuck, I don't even know where to start. Because <laughs> I, I got I got arrested over a decade ago for shooting a guy. And uh, before that, I was a drug dealer for a little bit, even though those two things aren't tied to any anything or they're not tied to each other. So at all. you say. 
It, that's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> Got court documents to prove it. And uh, and uh, I was I was locked up for about five years. Wow. So there's and you know I kept a journal the whole time. So I got, God, I got so many stories about that stuff. Like I barely scratched the surface with some of the things I've seen in there. There's yeah. a lot of people I know in discord that have heard quite a bit about it. Cause there's a lot of things that I just don't want to share publicly. It's, oh, yeah, it's of course. a little personal. And, uh, but you know, nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm the exception to the rule. in a lot of these things, like I got out, I've had a job the whole time. Uh, I got a, I got locked up with a college degree. I got out, got another college degree, and I work in manufacturing. I'm effectively a process engineer. Yeah. So turn his life around, Tim. Great. And you can too. <laughs> you just have to start just, shooting guys. I gotta start shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things I like listening about listening to who gives a shit is he has a so totally um it's one of those perspectives that you just never get in like yeah. any media. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's a very pra- pra- fairly. Pra- I find you to be very pragmatic, Adam, in as far as the way you approach things. And I think you have a similar philosophy to me, based on what I've heard on your show of uh, just like fucking leave people alone, please. <laughs> yeah, that's a skill you got to learn, man. You better, you better stay out of fucking people's business. Uh, fuck around, and find out. That was a that's a very good philosophy. <laughs> that is a a great philosophy. I have a great flag for that. Uh, I've got a funny story that I forgot to tell last week yeah. on the show. Um, a couple weeks ago, we got together for movie night, uh-huh. and we made Mexican food. Yes, we all did made different portions of the Mexican food, uh-huh. and uh, I was supposed to bring chips along with me, and I forgot chips. Yeah, so I ran to the uh, the store down the street. And just, I figured I'd just buy a couple of cheap bags of tortilla chips. Yeah. So we would have salsa or nachos or whatever we were doing. And, uh, I, so I, I've said for a long time that when everybody, anybody talks about D and D alignment charts, right? Yeah, You've yeah. got like lawful, neutral, and chaotic. E- chaotic. Yeah. And, uh, what's it's, it's lawful. No, it's lawful. There's good, evil, and then lawful and chaotic. Yes. And so I've said for a long time that I'm chaotic good. And people argue with me and say, you're not chaotic good. You're probably like chaotic neutral. Neutral, And it's like, no, 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 no. Because I I do tend towards chaos, but I also tend towards putting good into the world. Mm -hmm. But for chaotic reasons. Yes. So chaotic good just means you got a code. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I was at the store waiting and I get my two bags. I walk there straight in chip aisle, two bags of tortilla chips. Yeah. Walk up to the register and there's clearly a transaction occurring, but there's only the cashier standing there. So I'm standing there waiting and waiting and waiting. And this woman comes back in from outside and she puts down a $20 bill and then she starts counting out quarters and nickels and dimes. She's like, I've got $3 on this debit card and tries to run the debit card, but it won't run for the $3. They're having all these problems, and I have I have extra cash in my pocket that I wasn't expecting to have with me. So I just pulled my cash out and say, "I'll just pay for her groceries." Yeah. Now most people would say, "Like, oh, that's that's a that's a good thing you did." Yeah. But it, I only did it because I didn't want to stand in line anymore. <laughs> you got it so you could get out of there faster. Exactly. It was yeah. a good deed, but it was for totally chaotic reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the other option people, would be gatekeeping on your good intentions. Because <laughs> the other option, my like, my first instinct was just kick her in the head. Yeah, but I couldn't do that, so I decided to just pay for her groceries and then leave. So I, if that's not chaotic neutral, I don't know what is, <laughs> or chaotic good. I don't know what is. Yeah, I'd say Tim is probably like a lawful good. 
Mm. Or a lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Uh, <laughs> probably lawful neutral. Lawful good. Lawful good are the people that follow the rules to such a degree that they are absolute killjoys on everyone yeah. around them. Uh, no, I just uh, that is chaotic. That's lawful evil. Are the people that follow the rules to the? No, 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 no. The well, typically on the alignment chart, good and evil is. Uh, I mean, it's 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 good and evil in that sense, and I'm good guy, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lawyers are lawful evil, where they take the rules and twist it to their own advantage. Yeah. yeah. I used to work with a guy. I used to work with a guy who was definitely a lawful evil. Where mm-hmm. anyway, he would follow the rules to the detriment of of helping anyone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, but, I, I've had this conversation so many times. I actually got in an argument with a fucking Mormon bank robber in prison about fucking the good evil <laughs> alignment chart in Dungeons and Dragons because we were both DMs. Oh, fucking Mormons. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. He just drops these like, it's like one of those, it's, it's they're like family guy bits, right? Yeah, Where yeah, he yeah. references a story that we don't know, but uh-huh. rather than cutting to a, an unfunny joke, you go, oh, I really want to know more about that, but I only have so many hours in the day. Yeah. Uh, speaking of hours in the day, as I mentioned on the last episode, last weekend was my birthday and I turned 30. Yes. So I bought a bottle of scotch to commemorate this. Uh-huh. It's an 18-year-old Macallan uh, finishing sherry oak casks. And you're the last person on my list uh-huh. to share this bottle of scotch with before I just take it and throw it away. So, smells like it smells like scotch. So this was distilled in 2001, and it was an 18 year old scotch in 2019 when it was bottled, and then I finally bought well, it this year. Well, and then usually with uh, with whis- aged whiskey, that's the the 18 is the youngest whiskey in there. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure this is a, is a straight, this is a single malt. Batch. So okay, yeah, yeah, it's not blended. You ready? Happy belated birthday! Yeah, this is like my fourth or fifth drink of this. Wow. And it's really, really good. It's a... Uh, I give you some, Adam, but uh, you're not here, so... Wow. Also not allowed it's to drink. I'm for, for, for scotch, oh. it's a... Uh, you say for scotch, but uh, all scotch is supposed to be this smooth. Yeah. They just they just <laughs> take it out of the barrels early. Yep. Man, that's uh, that's something else. Yeah. Good stuff. Well worth it. Uh, Speaking of your birthday... Yeah, uh, I would do it live on air on the podcast right now. Give you your birthday present, but it's not here yet. Oh. it will be here. It will. <laughs> this was the other day. I told you, like, hey, I ordered something, and it was like, hey, your thing will ship in. Uh, it, it was, oh yeah, right. It it'll ship in two weeks, and then but a lot of the reviews said it ships. This ship the next day. Yeah, and it was like, no, it took two weeks, and then I got the email that was like, hey, because due to uh. The, the, Current situation, current with situation. The pandemic, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Your your shipment from the Ukraine will be delivered <laughs> within the next month. Did you order me some uh, yellow cake uranium? Like I've been asking <laughs> I for. I did. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one. That happened to my dad too. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I ordered your thing, but I guess it didn't get delivered today. I'm like, ah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. uh, my mom got me a bunch of herbs. Cool. So oh, gonna, a bunch of herb. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your mom's great. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, plant those outside the kitchen window cool. so I can. Did you get basil and? Uh, she got thyme, a bunch of rosemary, rosemary yeah. sage. 
Uh, I don't think there was any dill. sage. No dill. Yeah, Spearmint, catnip. Um, oh, <laughs> catnip. You be the, yeah. The party house over here. Um, so, yeah. And a bottle of uh, the Hochatown small batch whiskey. From oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Down in Broken Bow that I like. Well, it's Monday now. Saturday, Saturday evening, we hung out yeah. uh, at your favorite bar. You, me, and uh, Truckin' and Tuckin'. Yeah. That was I. I had never been to that bar. Um, it's a pretty good bar. Uh, Makes some good drinks. They have yeah. They have a they have uh, a certain whiskey that I already know that I like, which is great. Yeah. Um, other than like Jameson, yeah. it's a specific whiskey that is not even. It's not. It's not. I, I think I would consider it small batch. It's, I mean, it's rare to find. Not. It's not super rare to find, but it's probably doesn't have a big that huge district. It's not a huge distributor. Or it doesn't it doesn't have a huge distributor behind it? Yeah, as far as I know. Um. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great place, and then we went to another place, and went to another place, and you know how it goes. Yeah. Eventually, you're uh, you're at a Waffle House uh, parking lot, three thirty in the morning, and uh, you're trying to break into Tab's car. Yeah, I locked my keys in my own trunk, <laughs> which is which is not a big deal. No, because I have this app on my phone. Yeah, you've got like a you got you've got a piece of technology that will let me unlock and lock my car and start it and pop the trunk. You do it right now. I can do it right now. And for whatever reason, fuck me, I guess. It was not working that night. So I thought, well, maybe I'm out of service. Mm-hmm. I'm like my phone's not in good service range and I'm having a problem there. So I call my mom at three in the morning because because earlier this week uh-huh. I also locked myself out of my car. But I lock myself out of my car and my phone. Yes. Because so when I go to the gym, I leave my keys in the in the console and I lock the, I just lock the car and leave the keys in there mm-hmm. and then take my phone in and start the car before I leave. Yeah. And that works fine. So I'm getting out of the car, I feel the my pants leg pocket. My phone's in my pocket. Perfect. Get out of the car, I take two steps away from the car, I go to pull my phone out of my pocket to restart my podcast and Phone's not in my pocket. I go back to the car. It had slid out of my pocket as I guess as I twisted to get out. So it's just sitting face up on the driver's seat. And so I had to go inside to the gym, call my dad, have him bring a set of keys over. You were wearing gym shorts, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, That gym shorts are the my phone falls out of my pocket every single time. Time, yeah. Yeah. So now when I get out of the car at the gym, I make sure my phone is in my hand. So to not have that problem again. I got my mom a new phone for Mother's Day, uh-huh. and when we were setting up her phone, I installed the Remote Start app that I have and signed into my account. So if that situation ever came up again, mm-hmm. I could just call my mom and say, hey, will you hit the unlock button on my car? Yeah. And boom, she hit. So who would have thought it would have come up at three in the morning? So I call her at three in the morning. I'm like, hey, can you push the unlock button on my car? And she's go, she opens up the app and says, it's saying that credentials aren't working. And I'm yeah. like, are you fucking kidding? That's what it's saying to me out here. And she said, yep. well, is there some... Of course they're not working. Is there some like. other way I could do this? So I guess the whole service was down. Yeah. Uh, That's what it seemed like. And we ended up finding out how to how to get the hood unlocked from the outside. Manually, yeah. And then once the hood was open and the alarm's going off, using a piece of wire to short circuit the trunk relay yeah. to then trigger the trunk to open to get into the car and turn off the alarm yeah fucking nightmare did you oh 
you must have remembered to. Did you remove your Waffle House trophy? Yeah. Okay. It's in, it's in the uh, it's in the garage. Okay. I was just making sure because because that came across my mind. Like, oh, I wonder if he remembered to get that out. Because if not, like doing all the driving. And- yeah, it's all all over <laughs> everywhere. No, I did it Sunday morning. Sunday morning, yeah. So three in the morning, I have to call my mom on Mother's Day, technically, yeah, to ask her to help me with this, which doesn't doesn't work. But then she also knows that I am not home and in bed at three in the morning, uh-huh. and I have plans to meet her at her house that morning. So I didn't get. I got home and I didn't get in bed until five, and then I was up at eight yeah. thirty to drive an hour and a half to her house, and mm-hmm. then we could then drive another hour and a half to the thing we were doing that day. Yeah which we went to a steampunk festival in Van Buren, Arkansas, which uh-huh. was a, quite a bit of fun. There were like there were at least 2000 people there yeah. coming and going and I saw maybe maybe two dozen masks. Great. It was great. It yeah. was like the real world again. Yeah, downtown was packed Saturday night yeah. and almost no one no, wearing a mask. Yeah. It's great. The real world is back. Yeah. So excited. So anyway, well uh you ready to get into some issues? I think so. Well, Tim, what's your first Absolutely. issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Big change now. Yeah. Uh, Tired of these tiny quarters. Nickels and dimes. <laughs> yeah, I want I want the bad cave penny. That's what I want my change to look like. Uh, no, uh, what this is about is um, the past couple of years uh, with the whole orange man bad thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen more and more people take this stance of I want radical change and I want it immediately with no uh, stop gaps in between. I can, you have to meet me. I will not meet you in the middle. You, yeah. you meet me all the way over here or we else to go this to is not going to work cars right now. That's why I was amazed that like even the, the time frame that they have on their, electric car thing which is what 2035 you yeah, said uh, federal, yeah federal government the federal government electric by 2035 yeah uh i was surprised at that and not that not that it was like 2025 yeah. even or or 2022 yeah. <laughs> yeah uh the yeah that's everything and has to be that's not how the world works no even if um like even if we had the means to enact the change. Uh, I think like the whiplash would be so much so that uh, it'd be ineffective. Cause I mean, I think like the whiplash of extreme change is how you get wars. Yeah. That's how you get, that's how you get civil war two electric boogaloo is World War Three, Civil War Two. Fuck yeah, brother! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you get. That's how you get that to happen. Yeah, is extreme, rapid change, real fast that a bunch of people do not agree with. Well, I think the other big problem with that rapid change, right, is that so you I mean, even just looking back at history, the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. Look, we can we can live our make our cities bigger. We can make our things go further mm-hmm. with because we have all this technology. Coal. It's, I mean, we just pump yeah. out tons of electricity, and then we do. We just ramp up all this, and then we're, we have smog filled skies and blackened fish in the rivers yeah. and oil and all these things because we expanded so fast. We didn't stop to think like, what is this? 
what's the impact of this? So we're not looking at second and third order consequences. We're just no. saying we need to do this thing now because I want it now. Yes. I want $100 minimum wage right now. Well, what does that do to the cost of goods? That doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not my problem. For the next well, three it's months. It's a typical government thing. They just make ridiculous promises, say that it's going to happen by this time frame, fall way short, but just try to get the gears going that direction and see how people respond to the shit. If they want a big change now, what they should do is just rein in the presidency because it has way too much power just to get into conflicts for no fucking reason. Yeah, but if he did that, then all these uh, congressmen and senators would have to vote for these unpopular yeah, wars. and why would they but why that, would they want to do the thing that they were elected to do but that's the great thing about a government job it's all about figuring out the way to pass the buck <laughs> <laughs> no longer does the buck stop here no yeah the and even even on the smaller scale not even federally right no yeah do you remember in 2000 was it 2005 2001 yeah we did vision 2025 yeah well, that's almost over now and and look at how much greater tulsa is a lot of our shitty ass roads that were shitty in 2001 uh -huh. are the same level as shitty now yeah in 2021 four years away from our from bill of fortunes dipshit goal yep of 2025 not only that vision but, 2025 tulsa but the city is giving money away to have people stay here or come and or and or come here. Are you talking about the uh, work remote thing? There's there's that, but also they're like, hey, move to Tulsa and work. Yeah, move to Tulsa, work remote from here, and we'll give you ten thousand dollars or whatever. That's a private. That's a private. Oh, is it? Uh, yeah, Charity's doing that. The Kaiser Foundation's doing that, mm -hmm. trying to grow Tulsa. What they're trying to do. And this is why I'm against this. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get more liberal voters into Oklahoma so that yeah. they can turn Oklahoma into a shithole California state, too. <laughs> yeah, it all has to be sudden change. We There's that, um, what's the what's the fable analogy that everyone talks about, the f boiled frog slowly? Oh, I was thinking scorpion the frog, but yeah. Squirt, no, yeah. Put a frog in a, boiling, in a pot of boiling water and he'll jump out. Yep. Put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly and, raise the temperature and it'll die yeah. you know that's what they're doing and uh it's the thing is the boiled the slow boiling has worked for a long time like yeah. you were doing great all you had to do is just kind of stay the course yep but instead they're they're just accelerating we need to be we need to get going faster and faster and faster until the mass of the ship breaks off and in the ocean and we sacrifice a guy whose name and face i only barely recognize yes that is something that you see all the time uh, where slow, slow and progressive change does happen and people will get this kind of moment of clarity where they'll look around and realize that the entire world had changed like and it, it, they don't even recognize. They'll just have like a memory of like seven years ago or something and be remember that and look around and go, what the fuck happened? And it, it creeps up on people. And I'm. I, I do think that there actually is going to be a fairly large change, not necessarily now, but it should happen fairly rapidly as all these old ass politicians, they are on a clock and the, the political norms kind of got set in the late 80s, early 90s. And people have been very tenaciously holding on to those policy ideas 
for the longest. And it makes both sides very unpalatable for the younger generations. <laughs> so whenever all these old ass boomers happen and then the great wealth transfer happens, what the fuck is going to happen after that? What's the world going to look like? like I, I don't know. I, I hope that you're right. But every time I've seen the world yep. change, I see it change the worse. So, you know, I, yeah, maybe all the boomers die and we get Gen Xers and the millennials into power. But and the world changes. But in my opinion, the Gen X, the Gen Xers, maybe not so much, but millennials are so they they got raised by parents. We were raised by parents who their parents were grew up is the silent generation, the greatest generation in a land in a world where there wasn't plenty. So everybody lived inside their means and they didn't have all these great things and credit wasn't really Mm -hmm. what it is. And then, and then our parents became of age and now we were doing everything on credit and we're living in a world of instantaneous gratification and they want to give the kids all of those things that I didn't have. You're going to go, you're going to, take piano lessons and you're going to go take ballet and you're going to get to go to karate and you're going to play the sports and we're going to go on these big vacations Mm -hmm. and we're going to spend all this money. And so the, as kids were raised to just think, Oh, you know, money has no, no amount. Yeah. yeah. We don't understand that what things cost. And, And I see that with my youngest sisters a lot in that they don't, you know, the one, one of my sisters is very addicted to brands, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is all about appearance. It's not about function. So, you know, like I carry around this 40 ounce double wall water bottle, right? And the big name on those is Hydro Flask. Yeah. Hydro Flask. And mine is not a Hydro Flask. It's a Takia. My 40 ounce, uh, 40, 44 ounce water bottle is also not a Hydro Flask. It's, uh, whatever the fuck was, uh, on sale that day on sale on amazon that yeah. day and the thing is mine is so i've had it for now so many years it is just like and it's stainless steel so it's scuffed and yep. dented and and the, i think the late the brand name is completely worn off the side of it i don't know that mine even has a brand name on it and so it's like yeah this could just be a hydro flask that i've had for several years uh-huh. but then the other thing the kids do is they cover them in stickers so yeah. Your your Hydroflask logo is even covered by a sticker. So why does it even matter what the brand is? Why does it matter that you have to have the Lululemon clothes? Like you could have twice as much for half the cost. Yep. And if you weren't obsessed with the brands, with the, having the iPhone and the iWatch and all this shit. And so I think that when the people who get in, I think the reason why we're seeing this demand ha- change has to happen right now is because we are getting a generation of people with instantaneous gratification mm-hmm. where they cannot stay away from the dopamine hit. And if they have an idea, they don't have time to think the idea through yeah. to, uh, to plan it out. C, D, E, yeah. and F. They think if I do, if I do thing, next thing will happen. Yeah. That's why we had a year of lockdowns and masking and all these things because it was because they didn't think about it as dominoes. They yeah. thought about it as a switch. If I turn off this switch, then infections will not happen. <laughs> yeah. But what you did, what's not a switch? It's a domino. So yeah, you flick this thing to make in, infections not happen. But then that knocks over the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing you know, some big ass boat is parked sideways in the Suez Canal, <laughs> and all your fucking Amazon packages are late. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the instant gratification thing is definitely something I've seen. And we've never lived at a point in society where people's happiness is based so much on other strangers' effect, like uh, approval. It, it, that's really strange to me. And on a consumer sense, it it also doesn't make any sense to me. Never before have you had so much product research at your fingertips to be able to get exactly what you want and have people just buy something because they saw an ad for yep. it or like that doesn't make any sense to me in the slightest because I'm a very fiscally conservative person. Like I just don't spend money unless I have a need and I really want it filled or something is just incredibly fucking cool. That's, that's about <laughs> it. That's the only time I spend money. And I would say not even the, also to your point, it's not just the approval of others, but also just how quickly we can get the thing. Yeah. If I, if I, the, thought pops into my head like oh i want to get i want to get a new hydro flask water bottle right i can have a hydro flask water bottle here in in an hour or a day yeah and now i'm part of the cool cool group again which you could also just go to the store and get one Mm -hmm. but for some reason the instant gratification of amazon one day shipping or you know grocery delivery in three hours uh offsets that yeah well, like today, I ordered DoorDash for us for lunch, yeah, uh, which is not something I normally do. Normally, we go out to lunch, yeah. but I was looking at time crunch, so I, I thought, well, I'll just go ahead and order this DoorDash meal and pay the $4 to get it delivered uh-huh. so that we can eat real quick here and do the show yeah. quickly. Uh, but there are people that just, that's just the way they get food. Mm-hmm. They can't cook, so I'm just, that's just the way I'm going to get food. And it's like, well, you could you could get a recipe book or even go online. You don't even have to go get a book anymore. Yeah, yeah I remember as a kid, we had cookbooks, right? Yes. This big, thick, it was like an inch and a half thick thing that was... Spiral bound. Uh, well, ours was, ours was hard, hard book man, bound. Yeah. And it was, less, you know, the size of a sheet of regular eight and a half by 11 paper, yes. maybe slightly different. And it had all these recipes in it and you'd pull it out and open it up and scroll through to spaghetti and read the instructions and do it. <laughs> or you'd scroll through and how to, how to bake chicken. And, and you yeah. just do that. But now I don't even need this book. I can just go online and be like best baked chicken recipes yep. and look at the pictures and then scroll and scroll and scroll until like, Oh, that one looks really good. Yep. I'm going to buy, I'm going to get that one. And then, Write the ingredients down or just hit add to Instacart and boom, the shit's delivered to your house. Yeah. But people don't even want to do that because then, well, I have to stand in the kitchen for three, four hours. Like, no, it takes 20 <laughs> minutes. If you want it to take less, search for 10 minute big chicken recipes. <laughs> the whole there's a whole lo- world out there of. But it takes it takes time and effort and it takes little changes in your life yeah. of, of not not waiting until. You're starving, hungry to think about what you're going to eat for dinner. <laughs> it t- I mean, it's it's totally true. Like uh, the way the government functions, the way people are, people are so needlessly wasteful with their money. Like, I, I I vape, and some of the people that I work with vape too, and they're spending about like thirty five dollars on a hundred milliliter little bottle of vape juice. I bought nicotine like gosh four years ago. And I still haven't gotten through all this stuff. For me to make a hundred milliliter bottle, the bottle is the most expensive component. It it costs me like a buck eighty to make one of these things just by doing it myself. And it's not hard. But I don't know why people don't want to take the extra steps or just think about it for a little bit on how to try to save money. Cause uh money coming in is no not a guarantee 
it's something to be held on to and something that be, should, treat, should be treated conservatively. And I don't know why more people don't do it. I don't know. It's the self-control aspect. It's something that people really don't really want to do these days. And then because they have that lack, they say, well, I should be paid more for my job. Uh-huh. But not just that I should go to my go to my boss and say like, hey, um, I think I deserve more because I do a lot of work around here. No, no. We need to get daddy government yeah. to come in and pay everyone more money because that will be that'll fix this problem that'll just flick the switch oh, <laughs> we'll just have more money oh yeah let's push the more money button yeah. it's uh the world is like to them is it's like whack-a-mole right yeah they but they think if they whack this mole the game they win i won the game i whacked the mole i whacked the mole it's like but yeah when you whack this mole this mole came up over here you gotta whack that mole back down too you gotta <laughs> it's whack like it. um Scrat in Ice Age, mm-hmm. right? He's like on the sheer ice cliff, and he's got his his nut, and the hole, you know, pops open. He goes plink, and another hole pops up. Plink, you know, he's trying to cut, trying to plug up all the holes, and, and then he gets blasted off the cliff and loses his nut. Yeah, yeah. you lose your nut. You lose your nut that way. Yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 I think that's why people fail at weight loss, right? Yeah. Because you don't just dump fifty pounds in one weekend. <laughs> no, you go have to go to the gym. There's every, plateaus. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to go to the gym every day, and you have to put in the work of working out. You have to not eat a bunch of garbage food and that drink tastes 30, great. <laughs> thirty sodas. You have to eat smaller portions. Yep. You have to eat foods that are better for you. You have to eat all those foods that you don't love. Yep. You got to get rid of the sugars, the carbs, or whatever the thing is that works for you. And then you just have to do that for a long time. Over and over and over, over and, and over. over and over again, and just keep waiting, and that's that's why all these diet products come out where it's like lose twenty pounds in two weeks, and people go just take a pill. Yeah. People go try them. It's like, well, yeah, you're losing twenty pounds in two weeks because this thing like makes you piss yourself, uh-huh. and you're just <laughs> you're pissing out all your water weight. Yeah. But once that twenty pounds is gone, and you're no longer retaining water, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. I saw one. I saw one the other day that was like, you know, you can have up to fifteen pounds of shit in your in your colon. It's just waiting. That's just waiting. So the, it's like a way to lose weight is to get yeah. all the shit out of you and to cleanse. And I'm watching this commercial and I'm just thinking like, okay, I yeah, I I do know we have feet and feet of intestines uh, and there's shit in there yeah. that you have to get out. And I does it does make logical sense to me that you know the food that I ate. Just now, I'll it's probably still in there. shit out tomorrow. Yeah, and so if I weigh myself <laughs> now, it's still in me. If I weigh myself after I shit, I won't be as heavy. Exactly. But at the same time, I watch that and go like, "That uh, couldn't I just take my Lanta for that?" <laughs> and it's on, it's on, it's at Walmart, yeah. and it. But I'm gonna weigh myself now uh, and see how much shit and is in see there. how much shit is in. <laughs> But I know that yeah, there are people just marketing. It doesn't even fucking work. I mean, if you actually want to use weight, do it the good old fashioned Texas way and get on the Ginny Crank diet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I know that there are people watching that at home and going like, "Oh, that's why I'm fat. I got too much shit in my colon." Yeah, not because I'm eating currently eating three hamburgers. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Not to proselytize, like weight weight loss is a thing, but that's one of those things that it can't be done. It can't no, be done it's, quickly. It's imp- it's <laughs> aside from like going and getting surgery to like 
literally cut yourself open and scoop all that shit Shit out. out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just physically impossible. It's like throwing a baseball, right? The way you throw a baseball accurately Mm -hmm. and the right, you know, not only accurate in the line of distance in the an angle, you know, but but also, but also the distance. Yeah. Is by throwing a baseball over, over and, and over, over and over yeah. and over again. You know, you don't just walk out and get on your bicycle and you're good at, at, yeah. at riding a bike. You have to pick practicing or keep practicing. Until yeah, you want to be like, I want to be able to throw a fastball and strike someone out. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the goal. Uh, and you got to make progress towards the goal. Not, well, I want to be able to make a fastball and strike someone out tomorrow. Yeah. I want that to happen tomorrow, or else I'm not going to play baseball. That's what that's what that's what I hear. That's what that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be I want to be the next Jimmy Van Halen, but Eddie. Uh, Jimmy Van Halen is okay. Is gotcha. Yes, Jimmy Hendrix Van Halen combined. I was, I was together. Jimmy yeah. Page, but yeah, uh, well, Jimmy Page also. Uh, Jimmy Page Van Halen. Jimmy Page Hendrix, Van Halen Hendrix. Uh, Hagar. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the next one of the, just yeah. like the next greatest guy of all time. And then they pick up a guitar and it's like, all right, this is a G chord. Like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big change now. Yeah. Uh, well, Adam, what is your issue this week? All right. Here's what I don't get. Asshole engineering. I don't know why things are designed by fucking assholes these days, but <laughs> they fucking are. Because they're constantly trying to engineer things so the stuff is more and more disposable and more and more difficult to work on. And this has been happening yeah. for a long time. Like on, on New Year, or like around New Year's, I was driving to work. I'm driving down a country road. Bam, hit a dog. I'm like, well, fuck. And it fucked up my car a little bit, but it also knocked out the low beam on one of my headlights. And this is a, an 07 Honda Accord. It's my workhorse. And I had to like take out the fucking air box. I, it's like I almost had to take off the fucking quarter panel to get to this <laughs> damn f- headlight. It was fucking ridiculous. And uh, a little over a year before that, my other car, I uh, just replaced the headlights because they're fucking old. I got an old 92 uh, Nissan Skyline GTR. And all it is, you just unscrew a little piece, flip open this little spring part and just pull it out. Yep. Put a new one in, close the screen piece, screw it on. And because this thing is an old car, uh, you know, stuff breaks on it. That's old car problems. So I've had like the tail light go out a couple of times, but it's the same tail light that's used in a 240SX. All you do is you open up a flap, pop out a little assembly piece, pull the light bulb out, put a new one in, pop it in, close the flap. That's it. And shit just isn't designed that way anymore. They'd want to make it harder and harder to work on where you need like proprietary tools or you need to bring your fucking car to a dealership. And electronics is fucking bad. And I'm glad that people are really trying to fight this shit with the right to repair because I find that real important because I'm a crafty guy and I like to fix things myself. And having to find ways around these asshole engineers really pisses me smooth the fuck off. Have you ever had one of the cars where there's like a the a strut that holds the front of the car to the fender that overlays your battery. So if your battery dies, you now need a full socket set to get the thing out. 
I haven't seen that, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Miles. There's there's so many asshole designs that exist nowadays. Like uh, a BMW 3 Series doesn't even have a fucking dipstick. It's a fucking sensor. And if you need to service these things, it's like a fucked up proprietary tool to yep. pull the transmission off of the motor. You, like a normal person couldn't figure out how to do this. And it's been leaning that way longer and longer and longer. But now they're able to do it with software, which is an extra step to really keep people out of their shit. And it's it's kind of an alarming trend, and I really don't like it. Yeah, the the proprietary stuff, I think we're seeing a lot with hardware. Yeah. And especially with Apple as a company, you know, like they won't they won't sell you parts to, to Apple computers no even no. even an old 2010 macbook pro yeah. or uh mac mini or something like the mac minis used to be able to open them up a little bit and you'd swap out the ram or change the hard yeah. drive but now they're so sealed that you're just you can't get you can't into do anything them. yeah uh it's, 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 it's they move to proprietary and to toolless yeah it's either it's either proprietary uh software or it's proprietary hardware tools where it's like you it's not just um a phillips head it's not a uh like a star bit it's um you know it's a weird triangle or it's a curly q yeah the uh the screws on this knife are all triangles yep but it this came with a tool to tighten them because but sure but like why why other why have those instead of a phillips yeah that i don't know yeah i don't think that there is a point to it or 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 you know tool list you know not even showing the showing the screws oh like my phone like where phone. the screen is glued to the chassis of the body for some reason yep. it's oh yeah it i i don't think that's another one i don't think it's going to get any better no because the the companies don't stand to benefit like Tesla, Tesla isn't going to benefit from put, push, publishing the, uh, the, uh, the workshop manual yeah. for the for their cars so that you understand how all the pieces fit together <laughs> so that when your Tesla breaks down, you can drive to your old pal Al's auto repair, the guy you've been going to for 30 years because he's never bullshitted you yep. and he takes care of your cars. You pull in with your Tesla and he's going to go, oh, that's a nice car. You're going to have to take it to... Authorized Tesla service dealer, yeah. yeah. Well, once the warranty starts wearing out on these things, it'll be interesting to see the new generation of mechanics that are effectively jailbreaking your Tesla. Because Tesla's like the fucking Apple of the car world. You know, it's slick marketing, but it's really not that great of a product. It could be done better. They do have some really good technology in their batteries, but if you're able to get the Tesla batteries and slap it in just about anything else, someone that has a little bit of snap could rig up an electric car that goes fucking fast. There's there's a guy that did it in California. He converted his old... Uh, Porsche 911 to uh, to electric it still has the transmission and everything in there, and this thing fucking works. They're they're a very simple machine, and it they're actually their maintenance costs will be a lot less because there's fewer moving parts. But asshole fucking designing is making these things a fucking nightmare to deal with. So I mean, we'll have to really see how it plays out. But it would be nice to have the right to repair pass so that they have to give you the uh the tools to fix the stuff and if they're no longer supporting that product they got to release the source code so that people can continue on with the product that they have bought so that they actually own something uh, people really need to own what they buy 
and people really need to fight for that that's, right to actually I, own something. I think that's the key is that the re- the thing where I don't think right to repair will exist. No. No, because the corporations write the the laws. They, aside from that, they've already they've already started moving to a thing where you buy something and you don't own it. Oh, uh, things as a service. Yeah, no. What you're buying is a, you know, a use license. A, a use license, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because like Teslas, not to pick on them, but Teslas, right? If I bought a Tesla model. S or whatever mm-hmm. the top of line model is, yeah. right? And I have summon and auto drive and I, you know, like the auto drive, the fully autonomous pilot, which you're yes. saying is not auto drive, uh-huh. but costs 5,000 extra dollars. It's like, well, um, why do you call it that then? Why don't you just call it like AI lane change assist? Yeah. Anyway, uh, if I buy all those, those services for my car and then I sell it, used let's say to you uh-huh. you don't get those services no you have to not. then buy those services again from tesla yeah. even though they're built into the car yeah because that's not part of the car and whereas these older cars like adam's accord right his, if he's got power seats he sells that it's going to have power seats yep it's got a, auto adjusting mirrors that that's a feature that's built into the car and and BMW did this too recently where you have to pay for all these things that are built in the car. You have to pay to access them. And that's just, that's just backwards to me, but it makes me wonder, you know, like my watch, I, I broke this watch last year. Uh-huh. I, dro- I dropped it and it snapped one of the tritium inserts off of the minute hand. And I pulled it apart a couple weeks ago, finally after weeks of it just sitting and doing nothing. And I, pulled the tritium bar off the minute hand and I re-glued it down and you can't even fucking tell that the watch was ever damaged. Yeah. But that's because it's a physical thing that I own and I can buy these simple tools to take it apart and look at simple videos of how to do them. When I think back to why I got rid of when I switched back to analog watches was because my Galaxy Gear watch that I paid hundreds of dollars for just no longer was functional because I got a new phone. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Adam's idea of, yeah, you have to publish the source code when you stop supporting a product, if that would have made my watch able to have lived on. Because it was still in great shape. I gave it to my mom. She broke it. But it would have worked for a long, much more time with me as the user. And I didn't get that option because well, we don't service your product anymore and it's a Samsung proprietary thing. So it only connects to Samsung phones. Yeah. There's always going to be a group of people that are enthusiasts about a particular product. Like I loved my Samsung Galaxy S5. That phone just did everything that I wanted it to do. But slowly but surely, they started phasing out the uh, the antennas that this phone uses to the point where it was barely functional. And it just didn't really work anymore. So I had to get a new phone and I really didn't want to. And I liked actually having an obsolete phone because it made all the normal shit that people would do to annoy me not work. And that, that felt great. <laughs> but um, if, if they, whenever they stop supporting the phone, why like, yeah, I would, they would be nice to have a, a big ass group of nerds so that I could DIY the fixes on this thing, slap in a new battery, maybe, uh, you know, upgrade the uh, 
like the antenna pack, find some way to jailbreak the thing so that it still functions the way that I want to. But companies just won't do that. They're constantly stuck in the cycle where they need you to buy more and they need you to find a way to rope you into buying more. And people have been very complacent on letting it happen and letting brand loyalty blind them yeah. and apology, uh, like be apologists for real fucking asshole moves. Yeah. And it's, it's they, pretty they, fucking gross. They hide behind like the, Oh, the, it's the trade secrets, right? Samsung won't reveal the source code for the S five. Once they stop making it because it'll reveal like our source, it'll reveal our secrets, our trade secrets on how we got to the figure out the a 21 or whatever the new one is. Yeah. 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 Um, but 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 then I'm thinking like, what secrets? Yeah, you're making the same fucking piece of shit plastic metal thing that LG is making that uh, Motorola makes that uh, you know L- it's it's all the same thing. <laughs> I think no better. Whenever they release something, they've hacked and cracked that thing within a week. Yeah, like everyone immediately knows as soon as it gets released. It's not like people are going to be well. They have trade secrets inside this phone. Let's not figure out what they are. We really need to <laughs> respect Samsung space here. Yeah, uh, they they just can't do anything with it because they have patent protections on it. And I understand that, but yeah, I, they're, they're not going to let the average consumer deal with it. Fuck them. I'm with you, Adam, on the Galaxy S5 because that was the perfect phone, and I had mine for way past the lifespan yeah. of of it. Um, I mean, that was a phone that was waterproof. It had wireless charging. It had a great camera for the time. It had an IR port. You could use it as a, a, a remote. It had all, all the Bluetooth features you want. It was on Wi-Fi. this podcast that you had the episode where you, the end of an era. The end of an era was about my smartwatch. That was about your smartwatch, but I mean, it was because... It was because I got a new phone, yeah. Yes. So, and, and it had, you could do the... Um, the thing where you use your phone as a as a mobile hotspot, uh-huh. and that was that phone came out in 2014, I think. And now I look at like the new Galaxy S21, and it was it was 400 bucks in 2014. Yeah, yeah. The now Galaxy S21, and it's uh, dog shit. Like they're no, they no, they stopped making phones waterproof. Uh-huh. They stopped making them with have any ports of any kind. It's like, what is the point of this? Our grand stuff, our grandfathers bought, like some of that shit's still around. Yeah. Like the refrigerator, I, the refrigerator that was in my grandparents' garage, that was the refrigerator that they bought for the house and they moved into the house uh-huh. in the sixties. Yeah, and I think that refrigerator might have stayed with the house when my grandmother moved out of it in the early two thousands. And they, so they bought a new refrigerator at some point, I think, in the eighties. Because that one was old, and they made that one the garage fridge. Yeah, same. Right? But my then they replaced the one in the kitchen three times, yeah. and the garage fridge just, fine. just never stopped working. It, yep. was from the, it was from the 50s. I mean, the thing was, a, the thing was you could put in Ian Jones inside that and make him survive a <laughs> nuclear explosion, right? <laughs> and, and now, like, you buy these washers and dryers, and it's got a $500, $500 components that... For because everything's handled through a control yeah, memory board, yeah. and the motors are designed to just kind of wear out after a few years, so that you go buy the next Samsung washer or whatever company. That was like my dad when my dad's dryer broke a few months ago. It was this. It was a sixty dollar part, right, to fix it, but it was just a part. It was just a timer switch yeah. that I was able to pull out and put in in minutes. And 
on my old washer and dryer, they were touchscreen buttons and, you know, very fancy, very nice, very state of the art. But if something breaks on those, you just have to throw it away. Your SOL, yeah. Because the amount that I'd pay to fix it is the amount I paid for the thing in the fucking first place. Uh, and, and they're never, it's just, I think cell phones are a big area where we're seeing this and cars are going to be the next big area because cars have been democratized for way too long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anybody, they they tried to do things like the ASE mechanic stuff where you're like, I'm a certified yeah, yeah. mechanic, right? But even then, if you have a friend who's handy and likes to work on his car and you're short on cash, you might be able to call that guy and go like, hey, uh, I, my shocks and struts are, are worn out. The car is all saggy. I can't afford to really fix it. What can you do anything for me? And say, yeah, I mean, if we can go get some new struts for you, at AutoZone, we can just go get the cheapest ones and, sl- and slap them in there this weekend. And you help me and I'll help you and you buy me a six pack of beer. Yep. And But, you know, that was that is a person being able to do it themselves. The Tesla wants to they like Honda. So I had a Honda Accord for a long time in 2001. Yep. Right. And uh, I took my car in for a airbag recall. And at some point prior to the airbag recall, the splash shield that goes underneath it attaches to the front bumper and then stops before the front wheels. But it's just to keep debris from splashing off the ground into the, onto the yeah. other side of the engine, especially water, you know, because that can cause issues. And so it had come off and it started dragging one day while I was driving, I guess uh-huh. they, because they use these stupid plastic snaps. And so they had all come out. Toolless. Toolless. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate those things. And so I just, I, Tore it off. I was, that was. It was after. It was after recording. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. And I put it in the back seat. Yes, <laughs> uh, because I had nowhere else. I didn't want to throw it away. I knew it needed to go back on yes. there, but I didn't. I don't have any. I don't it, keep. It, it was. Yeah, there was a speed hump. Yeah, I don't keep snaps. At that time, now I have a whole bin of snaps because my car also uses snaps yeah. still yeah. now, and I like to fix things. So I took the car into the Honda dealership for. Uh, the airbag recall. And while I was there, I said, actually, can you guys reattach this? And I open up the back door and show them the splash shield. They said, oh yeah, we, we can look at that. So a uh, fucking thing takes all fucking day for them to do this airbag recall. And then they, they call me and they, they're like, yep, uh, your car is almost ready. And I said, how much is it to replace the uh, splash shield with the snaps? And they're like, oh, it's uh, $84. Cause those are 12 bucks a snap. And uh-huh. there's, there were like eight of them or something. And I said, oh, you know what? No, thanks. Uh, I'll just find some, figure something else out. So then I go pick up the car, and, I'm, and I look in the back seat, and I say, where's my splash shield? And they're like, oh, we already put it back on. And I said, well, I'm not paying for that. They said, yeah, we'll just let, let you have them. Like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you were just trying to get con me out of $84 yeah. Yeah. for these little two... <laughs> Two dollar snaps, if they're even that much, to put it in the fucking thing. No, they, they they got a fucking injection bolt that spits these things out by the thousands. Yeah, it's literally a five cent part. When I when I had I had my car in the other a few months ago, I bought new some new snaps of those myself so that I could attach my radiator covers a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I go in to do that, and the place had just replaced all those snaps themselves. <laughs> I hate those fucking snaps; they yeah. never work right. Just put a screw in. I don't even use them. I don't like, if I know that I'm not going to have to fucking replace it, all I do, old mechanic secret, man, super glue and baking soda. 
you put a little bit of super glue on it, you sprinkle some baking soda on the super glue and it instantly locks the stuff up and infuses the plastic. That's literally how I fixed my front bumper on my Accord when I hit that dog. I just put all the pieces together, super glued it all, sprinkled some baking soda on that shit. And I mean, it looks like my front bumper is kind of melting or something, but it's holding together. And I don't give a shit because I'm driving this car to hell anyway. <laughs> yeah, until someone takes it from you. Some no, stupid woman at like, eleven thirty at night with her fucking kid in the car coming back from the laundromat thinking that oh yeah that guy's rolling forward on this red light. I'm like, you see this front <sighs> bumper? Uh, fucking try me, bitch. See what happens. I, you are going to be a lot more upset for, <laughs> from you losing your car than I'm going to be lose, losing my car because I got a backup car and this thing actually is cool. Now if they fuck up my GTR, I'm going to be very fucking upset. Like that's going to kill me. But as you should, at be. least I'm not. Yeah, at least uh, I can park this thing around. Like, I'm not worried about anyone stealing the GTR because it's uh, it's a manual. No one knows how to do that. And the driver's <laughs> side's on the other side. So they, they already people look at this thing and they're like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> can you go yeah, through drive-thrus backwards? I'm a car hipster. I, if I'm, uh, so it's a perfect excuse to not have to deal with the drive through shit because I don't go through a drive through by myself anyway. I'll just I'd rather starve. So uh, <laughs> if I'm if I'm going through a drive through, though, whoever is my passenger, they got to order and they got to deal with all that bullshit. Good plan. <laughs> One of the perks of having a right hand drive car. Uh, well, uh, do you have anything more on this asshole engineering, Adam? No, I think we pretty much got this covered. Everyone sees it coming. Everyone fucking hates it, except for the people that are getting all this money. They can fucking eat a dick about that. Yeah, that's true. They can. Well, that brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, Our first news comes from uh, soon-to-be 51st State, Washington, D.C. I don't care. I care. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's two more fucking ha- liberals in the House of Representatives, or two more liberals in in the Senate uh-huh. to solidify the evil Democrat ruling forever. Sure, because uh, the- as they continue to steal elections for the rest of all time, and then there's one more fucking shithead liberal in the House for a a city with all this fucking bullshit of uh-huh. oh look at how Montana and uh, Idaho and th- and all those. States, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Dakota, all these people. This is this is five. This is uh, three million people that get eighteen Senate votes, and here's California with three million people that only gets two Senate votes. I understand how proportional representation and non-proportional representation works, right? Yep. All those fucking people don't have a problem with the city of six with the city of. Uh, I think the bear population is like 2 million people having the same fucking weight in the Senate as California. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, and it's a federal uh, protectorate. <laughs> Nobody's supposed to live there. No, you're not a- fucking supposed to live there. Uh, uh, it's like fucking giving an army base uh, yeah, voting rights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, nobody cares about the voting or the representation. They, they don't give a shit about that at all. All they're trying to do is find ways to play the game better and then just concern troll everyone else that they actually have a principled stance on it when they're just playing a fucking game. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah the only thing I care about is it's going to fuck up the flag. Is this about the flag enthusiast trying to figure out how to add a 51st star? No. Uh, okay. No, this was... Um this is much lighter, much lighter news piece than than uh, than that. 
No, apparently, um, last Monday there was a House Appropriations Subcommittee hearing uh, on Zoom, of course. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, as they started the Zoom meeting, there was uh, some inadvertent background noise. Uh, so apparently, through someone's computer, there was some audio from a different source getting piped in. Uh, from porn? Uh, no, it was not. Uh, it was uh, the movie. It was the movie Down Periscope. <laughs> Sorry, Kelsey Kramer. Uh, okay. Somehow that was getting piped into the meeting, um, and they were trying to figure out where it's where it's coming from. And as they were trying to figure out where it's coming from, the movie ends. And then another movie starts. It's Galaxy <laughs> Quest. <laughs> yes. Someone just watching TV. Someone's just like watching TV or has like their Netflix or Amazon thing going during their house committee meeting. And, uh, they had to like stop and get, get that person to pause their movie. Hey, uh, could you take 10 minutes away from watching movies on Netflix to do your fucking job? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What Pete, this is see guy like that. Yeah. Right out of Congress. (laughs) Anyway, uh, our next news story comes to us from Boston, or at least the Boston area. No, New ha- Southern New Hampshire. So Southern New Hampshire. Okay. A couple weeks ago, neighborhoods in Southern New Hampshire were rocked by an explosion. Is this the? Oh, I know. Yeah, what yeah. This, 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 this made the news. Uh, they were doing, of course, a gender reveal party. So this is now at least two natural disasters caused by gender reveal parties. Yeah. Uh, people said that it knocked pictures off their walls. It shook houses in surrounding neighborhoods. And even the sound was captured on a doorbell camera from the next town over. Uh, if only it had killed it the family. It cracked people's foundations and it fucked up the drinking water. It fucked up areas. the drinking water. It cracked people's foundations. People thought there was it was an earthquake that was going on. Apparently, the uh, they were using a, an explosive called Tannerite. Yeah. There is know, a man. Tannerite package that gets sold for gender reveal parties to blow up one pound of Tannerite, which is still a ridiculous amount. And this dude blew up 80 pounds of Tannerite in a fucking stone quarry next to a damn cement plant. I, I touched back on this because I've done a who um who gives a shit about who it. gives a shit. Yeah, about the gender reveal parties. And this was such a ridiculous story that I had to touch back on it. I did a combo breaker on this fucking thing. And it's such a great story. It, it is because it's it, things are just getting more and more extreme. People are crashing planes, blowing yeah. shit up. This is luckily no one died, but people like so many people. No, died not, luckily, not luckily. Not <laughs> luckily. Ideally, unfortunately, die, no one. Fucking psychopath. Of shit. <laughs> no, no. If, if it, <laughs> Darwin Awards. Man. If it killed Darwin the family. Awards. If it killed the family. Yeah. Uh, I think I think everybody would be all right with having fucked up drinking water for a while and a cracked foundation <laughs> in their house. Like the foundation guy's coming out, he's like, "Man, what happened?" Like, oh, some idiot killed himself and his whole family trying to tell him what what genitals were going to be on the baby they were having. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I get that. Fuck those guys. Like this, this is very unprogressive. I can't believe they're going to the normal gender binary. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> fuck kids and fuck their babies, man. Yeah. <laughs> the gender reveal parties, and you talked about this on Who Gives a Shit, and I agree completely. It's just one more fucking party for these women. Because you have the you have the the baby shower, and now the the 
gender reveal parties, mm-hmm. kids' first birthday, first communion, the fucking right before they're born. Just all these fucking excuses for these this women to have parties thrown in their fucking honor as if their bridal shower, uh, bachelorette party, wedding day, and wedding reception weren't fucking enough. Uh-huh. They're already trying to get another one in there. There's some women that are trying to push for another party, a naming party. Oh, where you reveal the name? Of course. Of course. Yes. It's like if if I am, I don't, and the women fall for it, right? Because they go to all these stupid parties. Because yeah. one, they're all baby crazy because they're fucking stupid, emotionally driven mutants. <laughs> but two, they also think, okay, I'm going to buy something shitty for Sheila. Uh-huh. And then when I have a baby, she'll have to buy all this shit for me. And they think that in the end, they're going to come out on top. Uh-huh. But really, if you guys would all just shut the fuck up, mind your own business and buy your own shit, you'd all come out ahead. And actually be friends. And actually be friends at the end of it. And not, you know. And it's not like your friends aren't going to buy you the absolute cheapest thing they find on Amazon that's going to break almost fucking immediately. Made out of Chineseium. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the whole, I hate babies in general and i hate our culture's celebration of of like oh you got uh someone to put his dick in you and then not pull out you mean it's 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 the one it's the one thing that uh literally everyone can do can do and experiences and is the one thing that like it's like the one common it's the thing that makes us. It's the yeah. thing that humans have been doing since they have been able to do it. And that's the other thing. It's like our culture is so addicted to greed with it, right? And I remember the first thing I saw, I remember in my life where this happened was high school graduation. Uh-huh. And they had this big assembly where they took us in there and they're like, Justin's yearbook in, or not, uh, Justin's, um, graduation announcements get your announcements send them out send yeah. them to your aunts send yeah. them to your uncles send them to your parents work send them to your grandparents send them to your grandparents friends send them to the president of the united states yeah. send them everywhere and i'm like who would i invite to my graduation i don't i wouldn't want to who would i want to put through such hell yeah and the answer is <laughs> the answer is really not a lot of people and the people that i did would want to do it too they're not coming. <laughs> and then the guy says, and you don't even invite people so they'll come. You invite them so they'll send, send you money. money. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that is just the most cynical, disgusting practice yeah. I could possibly think of. I don't I don't want you to come. Just send me a check and congratulations. Uh-huh. And so I never got any of those. But that's where it starts. That's the first thing in life where it's just about invite as many people so you can get more and more stuff and more and yeah, more it's gifts. Your, your, it's your third cousin twice removed that lives in Oregon that you have barely heard of, but you guys kind of, but you, you don't even have the last name, but you know the last, you, you know that's a family last name. Yeah. So you send them a thing. They're like, well, here's 10 bucks, Charlie. Yeah, and then and then yeah, this, I I never walked across the stage. I never walked across the stage. I never had a party for any of my graduations or anything like that because I thought it was gross. I don't need to invite people to do all this shit. The people that I care that are involved with my life are my life. They know I'm graduating. <laughs> yeah, and if they care enough to give me something. They'll just give me something. I'm not going to impose on people because I really fucking hate it when people impose on me. Yeah, it's like my birthday. It was you, me, and Trunk and Tuckin. Yep. If it had just been any other Saturday, it would also we would have been doing that anyway. We, we <laughs> yeah. just wouldn't have been at the bar. Yeah, yeah. that was the only difference. Yep. Uh, yeah. Get over yourselves. 
And I paid. Well, I paid for the first place. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, what's your next news story, Tim? Uh, <laughs> this one's a doozy. This one comes from New York. Um, a highbrow Upper West Side wine and spirits shop uh, was outed for, for counterfeiting alcohol. Uh, <gasps> Acker Wines on West 72nd Street touts itself as America's oldest and most respected wine shop with a history that dates back to 1820. Um, the, uh, but the shop was under investigation and they had, uh, an inside edition team bought a nearly $1,000 bottle of Colonel E.H. Taylor four grain bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they sent it back to the Buffalo Trace distillery for examination. And Buffalo Trace says, said, quote, uh, the packaging was, the packaging was shoddy which raised several red flags while a chemical analysis didn't match their product. Disgusting. So, uh, shock. So yeah, this place is buying expense. The place was buying expense, this expensive whiskey. And I assume like taking it home, pouring yeah. it in a, um, into a decanter, into a decanter yeah. and then pouring a bunch of four roses or whatever else in there and putting it back. Uh, they're probably I would have blend what I would do is I would blend two whiskeys that were similar but uh-huh. and then if you taste it so if I have Buffalo Trace and I have yep. Colonel EH whatever's yeah. next to each other I go like no oh, this doesn't they don't taste quite exactly the same yeah. but that's because it's a blend and, a blend yeah and not like this just tastes exactly like this <laughs> bottle of Buffalo Trace yeah but w- the funny thing is that uh the they asked a uh a whiskey expert and he said he was surprised by the lowbrow nature of the scandal. He said it was a mid-tier counterfeit in the alcohol counterfeit world. It was mid-tier at Man, best. They've yeah. taken any pride in their counterfeits. How how despicable. Yeah, because he, he said he he quoted a um, a more much more prestigious counterfeit uh Pappy Van Winkle bourbon can fetch up to $10,000 a bottle. And so that's one of the more uh, that's, that's like the that's what that's one you counterfeit. Yeah, some people what they won't do. To- yeah, you want to see something pretty funny? There's um, there was a little documentary about the Koch brothers and all the counterfeit wine that they had bought over the years, and they even have a segment. They're like, I know it's pretty hard for you to empathize with someone like me, but look, this wine is counterfeit. They're victimizing me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, boo hoo! Wow, I'm, I feel so bad for you, Mister <laughs> Coke, that you got some super expensive counterfeit wine. Oh, fucking dick! It all tastes <laughs> terrible anyway. Yeah. It does make me feel sad though that people don't put pride in the craftsmanship of their counterfeits. Come on, if you're gonna do, I it, know. If you're gonna do it, right. take the extra effort, get the little stickers, use the right kinds of pens, uh-huh. put in the effort to make your fakes look convincing. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. You want someone to pick up your fake and go, "Wow, that looks." Uh, you did you get this <laughs> thing done to you that you said you would never do? No. What do I look like an idiot? <laughs> I am smarter than the system. Why do I need to do the thing if I can just have the thing that shows that I have the thing? Yeah, I think we all know what I'm talking about. Yes, here. it's uh, my membership into the big penises of America. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, that's it for the Big Data News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, it takes care of all the legal obligations this week, but you know it doesn't take care of what starting our own whiskey counterfeiting business. <laughs> Here's what I do: whiskey. 
I, I think we, <laughs> we got enough whiskey to do it. <laughs> we do. I found out my favorite bar in town. They have 63 different types of whiskey. Uh-huh. Tab's personal bar has 63 different kinds of whiskey. I'm a winner. Anyway, uh, I need I need like the nice glass shelves to spread it yes. all out on. Yeah. yeah. You just need a, a fake company that says that you're specialized in recycling old glass so you can get these uh, bottles from very old, like highly desirable whiskeys and wines and shit and just use those bottles to counterfeit shit. You know, if I, I did that, if I just had like old bottles for whiskey, uh-huh. right? I would just put new whiskey in there and keep them on my bar yeah. and not even to sell just to have just to have because they would look cool. Yeah. But like, if so if maybe let's say you get like a Macallan 30 bottle uh-huh. and I just put my Macallan 12 in the Macallan yeah. 30 bottle. You know, you know, it's I not know the, it's not Macallan But it's cool 30, to have a 30 bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially when it has liquid in it, yeah. you know, at one point I was going to do that. I was going to start saving empty whiskey bottles uh-huh. and and brew different strengths of teas. Yes, to try and color match the way them they do on uh, for for film. Yeah, and uh, basically I'd have all these bottles that were just filled with partially with different varying levels of tea, and then I'd put those in a window because you you really shouldn't expose your alcohol to light. No, uh, so I'd put those in a window so you could have that like nice golden glow. But then all the real stuff would be yes. in a protected yeah, shelf. Yeah. But I then I was like, I, I don't want to collect bottles for the rest of my life, so I didn't do that. Don't don't do it. Don't tell don't me do what it. to do, Tim. I, Maybe I will. <laughs> Fuck you. I moved someone that collected <laughs> bottles, and uh, not worth it. But what if what if if one day I threw all the bottles into a big pit and then pushed someone in there? Oh, that's uh, that's that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and then we call that guy Patchwork Man. <laughs> If you want to help us with our new counterfeiting endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWADG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each, each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. And last week, a special review of the movie Nobody. Yes. That I did just yeah. to remind everyone we were missing a week. Then we have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we have going on, sometimes... A, extra movie commentaries that we choose on our own, sometimes movie reviews, uh, anything that we're doing outside of uh, the regular scheduled bonus content will end up there. We have our $5 tier where you, the, where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We drop the hate and talk about. It's great. Talk about some of that stuff that uh, makes you a calm, makes your life better that you just really do enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as I don't understand asshole engineering, I do understand right to repair. Yes. So that's why I want to talk about that. Um, that's where we talk about that there. Here's what I do get. Then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and you vote on what film we watch, and we sit down and watch it and record a feature-length commentary. Today, we watched all two hours and 18 minutes of Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, uh-huh. starring Russell Crowe, both Jarvises, yeah. and a, the one of the hobbits from Lord of the Rings. And... Much to my chagrin, not a single talking cow. Yeah, not a single talking cow. We didn't see a thagomizer. No. None of it. None of those weird, the the weird old couple. Yeah, people with with proportions that were our way out of control. (laughs) And so that's going to be coming out later this week for all our $10 patrons. And then finally, we have the $50 tier where you, the fans, submit. You have a say in the show. You're a, a spite producer. You can ban people from voicemail segments. You can remove uh 
ask for specific guests, ask for specific issues, ask for a movie commentary, ask for a special bonus episode, ask for video content. We just released the steak video this weekend. Yes. That was a spite producer request from Matt from Minnesota. And Graybush, I've got I've got I've got good slash bad news. Graybush has rescinded the 30 second rule for Deadhelm. Ah, he has. He said Deadhelm has been good. He did great on last week's episode, uh-huh. and the the thirty second rule no longer applies to Deadhelm. But he only gets one voicemail per episode. So, as far as his nice. limitations are, have been, they have been slowly easing. Uh-huh. Uh, I have to, I have to say that's you know he did a, he did a really good job. He he was when it first happened. He was still leaving multiple voicemails. They were all long, uh-huh. but now he's been leaving one voicemail a week, and they've all Shorts been the under point. thirty seconds. Yeah. they've been great. I thought he was great on last week's episode. Yep, um, it was really fun having him in studio. Yes. So I can't believe it. He's he's finally he's out of the he's out of the doghouse, so to speak. <laughs> and unless somebody yeah, a, a else, literally Pavlovian style <laughs> of getting him to do it, unless someone uh, were to reinstitute that rule on him. I don't know if they will. We'll find out. But uh, yeah, we've got all those coming in. So thank you to everybody who supports the show. We really do appreciate it. It makes the show possible. And uh, let's get back to some issues. So Tim, here's what I don't get. The science is settled. Mm-hmm. Do you know when the science was settled, Tim? Uh, never. It was settled in the year 1000 when Galileo said the earth is the center of is not the center of the uni- of the universe the sun is the center of our solar system and we're just part of a large universe uh-huh. and the church said you can go live in this tower for the rest of your fucking life yeah, yeah. right and then that's cuz cuz you know why tim cuz the science was settled we settled that science galileo we don't need your fancy uh-huh. highfalutin telescopes earth's the center of the universe and that's why today in 2021 mm-hmm. we know the Earth is the, the, earth center, is the center, center of the universe. universe. Yeah, because we sell that science. We packed it away. Uh-huh. That's also why when someone's sick, we let we let the blood out of them to get all the all of their uh, humors, the humors that are in our bodies. Yeah, yeah. Um, the black humor. Yeah, was black humor, yellow humor, red, red humor, and green, green. Humor? Yeah, yeah. And so we have to let those out yeah. of the body in order for us to heal. By leeches or by, you know, cutting. Cutting, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, the bloodletting what, and maybe a little bit of trepanning. Whatever works, uh-huh. you know. Or so, when someone's possessed by a ghost, we drill a hole into their head to yeah, let the ghost out. To let the ghosts out. Yeah. And we know that ghosts are in the brain because the science is settled. Yes. Science is a thing. Science is like a house. Uh-huh. You, pull, you build a foundation, you build the house up on top of that, and then it's a house. That's, That's science. That's it. That's science. Yeah. Never, it's not like a, some people think science is like a sandcastle, uh-huh. right? Where you build up your sandcastle and the tide comes in and it kind of like flattens it out again. And so you, so you take what you learn from the first sandcastle and you build a new, better sandcastle. Maybe this one has a moat so the uh-huh. tide can't get to it as quickly. Yeah. Huh? Right? But eventually, as with all things, then the wind gets to it. Now, you're, now your sandcastle has been blown over yeah. and then the tides come in and wiped it the rest. So you build a new sandcastle. Yeah. And this one, you use a big umbrella to block the wind and you dig a big moat to stop the tide. And it stays there, stays there for years. For years. And then some kid runs 
runs up and boom, right into it, knocks on the uh-huh. sandcastle again. So now you're on sandcastle number four, and you you build a big moat and to, for the tide, and you have the sun umbrella f- for the wind, uh-huh. and you have you put up some signs to stop the kids from coming in there, uh-huh. right? And every time you build the sandcastle, you do a little bit better. And, uh-huh. and think even 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 and sometimes you don't even have to rebuild it. You just you just expand on yeah. it. You're, yeah, you're yeah. the sandcastle. This sandcastle is great, but yeah. I think we can make it better if uh-huh. we built like a second Mott and Bailey over here. Yes. Then we have a federation uh-huh. of sandcastles that are all working in cooperation. Or this wing is really structurally weak. We need to get rid of it and improve on the structure. Yeah, we'll, we'll tear down just this little part and re- yeah. rebuild yeah. just a little bit, and then and then even you know you start as a little kid, right? You're building your sandcastle. What, what's a sandcastle, little kid, right? You fill your bucket up, you sit down upside down on top, and you stick a little flag in there. Boom. Great, great castle, amazing. It's still a sandcastle. It's still a sandcastle, but then you know you're 30 and you're building uh-huh. a sandcastle, and you're like, all right, well I'm going to do a little bit more time with my forms and shapes, yeah, and and use like shells and whatnot to decorate my uh-huh. sandcastle. That's not what science is like. Science is like is is like a uh, a missile silo complex. Yes. You dig a hole in the earth, <laughs> you pour the concrete in there, you stuff a missile in there, and that's it. It's gonna sit there until fucking World War Three wipes <laughs> us all out. This is what people think science is. Yep. So the reason why I bring this in is last a couple weeks ago, the end of April, uh, Stanford scientists post published a study, a pretty well done study, showing that the efficacy of masks was basically nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, he did things like put a person in a box and then put arsenic in the box and then flipped a coin as to whether or not they were dead. <laughs> no, he, uh, he put a person in a, in a box with a mask, currently sick, currently symptomatic, uh-huh. currently putting out spores or whatever the proper terminology yeah. is. Uh, put them in a box and had them breathe for 30 minutes. And then they sampled the air in the box and figure out what the parts per million yep. were of virus particles. Yeah. And then they did the same thing with someone wearing a mask. And allegedly, according to the settled science, the number should be way low, lower. And yeah. it wasn't at all. They tested infecting people with it and all that. And none of, there was no discernible difference there. There were very little difference in deaths. Pretty well done study. Well, then it was uh, it was unpublished. Yeah, and the news articles. This is what pisses me off about it is the news articles are going around saying that it was retracted. Uh-huh. Now to, to retract something would be like, oh, la- on last week's episode when I said that uh, it was great having you here, Deadhelm. Uh-huh. I retract that statement. It was awful having you yeah. here. I hate you. Please stop calling uh-huh. our show. That's a retraction. Yes, that's not a real retraction, but that would be what a retraction is, right? Yeah. Now if Someone hacked into our Here's What I Don't Get feed and cut that part where I said, Dead Helm was great having you on the show this week. Yeah. Cut that segment out of the show and deleted it. Uh-huh. That's not a retraction. That's censorship. So the it was published by the NIHL, whatever fucking, yeah. pu- or no, it was published by, I don't remember who published it. Anyway, it was published. And it was shared online, you know, of course, because everyone's a fucking expert these days. And then the the editor-in-chief of the scientific journal took the article down. And in his statement about why he took it down, it was because, quote, we know masks work. Obviously, you don't, because here is some fucking science showing that masks don't work. Maybe you could 
do the stu- do the same steps and repl- and not replicate his results, and then you could say, okay, something's fucky here. But by just saying, no, we know we are, we know Galileo, we know the Earth is the center of the universe, <laughs> and everything orbits are using helical orbits, dummy. Well, Tab, you're a douchebag. Well, wait, I retract that. See, it's like it never happened. It's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the mass topic, man, I knew from the, from the get-go that it was actually moot, a moot point for me to look into it because it became a, it became a, a political issue. And I'm like, well, fuck. Everyone's going to be acting ignorant about this shit. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay as far a fuck away as I can from literally everyone. And I don't really care to get into it. That's what I've been doing. I put up a sign next to my machine where, where I work, where I'm like, leave me alone, which is very <laughs> on brand for machinists. And I, I just told everyone, I'm like, give me my space. Give me, a, it actually gave me a perfect excuse to get everyone to stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> it was, it was actually pretty nice, but it became another game again where I'm like, all right, how do I keep people from fucking freaking out at me? Because I know that no one gives a shit about my public health because I worked the whole time I died for the Dow. And the like the the response to it was absolutely stupid. They if they actually did care about the public health, they rolled it out in not the worst way possible, but it looks like they tried to find the worst way possible. <laughs> <sighs> and and the way that the whole mass thing was carried out, there's some people that are so fucking scared that any dissent at all is met with just they try to hit it hit you with some overwhelming force and it's really gross to see because they don't really want to have a discussion about it at all no one really wants to look into the truth of the matter because everyone has they have their own reason to believe what they believe and it became political and so all conversation shuts down and when i see that i'm like well I'm fucking done. I'm gone. Everyone's already made up their minds. <laughs> yeah, and that's yes. Yeah. That's the antithesis of science. Yeah. And that's why I can't stand the the idea, just the idea that quote the science is settled is is completely ignoring the entire point of the scientific method. Like it the science is settled, the earth is round, right? But that that's not going to stop me from encouraging people who think the earth is flat to keep on going out there to try and yeah. prove that it's flat. Because they might find they might find some piece of evidence that we're missing that that shows even better evidence that the Earth is round. Yeah. You know, it if if we decided the science was settled in 1957, we would have just said, "Oh well, the Soviets can get into space. I guess we can't." Yeah, it's settled. They won, but that we didn't. We didn't let them win. And in 1969, we landed a man on the moon. And you know what the Soviets did? 20 years later, they fucking collapsed under the weight of their own ineptitude. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see when the science is settled on getting people to chill the fuck out about this. It it is getting really old. Like, really old. At least people get a shot on their arm. And they can, they can, I guess they get told, they're like, hey, you can chill the fuck out now. And I'm starting to see that. So I'm, I'm becoming less and less annoyed as time goes on. But I really wish it was happening faster. I wish it had happened in March of last year. It should have, (laughs) it should have been uh, all these dipshits that walked out and said like, yeah, we need to lock down for two weeks to uh, protect everyone from this virus that's not killing anyone. Uh, When they said that, everyone said it should have, the, the, 
overwhelming response should have been, why don't you get fucked? Yeah. But instead it was, yeah. it was, I'm, I'm yeah. still going out. It's free real estate. I'm going to get to cash in my social security check. It's going to be amazing. It should have been, yeah, <laughs> it should have been like businesses should have said like, yeah, if you want to stay home, you can, but if you decide not to pay a double, like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll, I'll go to work. I don't give a I shit. I would have gone for that like a motherfucker. If they paid me hazard pay, ooh, man, I would have been a lot more inclined to work a little bit more. Yeah, and then the, and man. then they, they do this shit where they say, like, oh, we're, we're talking about doing, like, retroactively hazard paying and all this shit. All this, like, dick sucking of the people that we forced to put the, like... We're all saying, oh, uh, this is so deadly. I can't go to the grocery store, but it's okay for Paulo to run over to uh, uh-huh. Bill and Roos and pick us up some sandwiches today because, yeah. you know, I, I just, uh, it's, that, it's safer. He's essential. He's essential. I, so is the guy making the sandwiches. Someone, someone has, someone, so is that yeah. guy. Someone, someone has to make the sandwiches for me to be able to stay home. Yeah. It's like, well, why don't you fucking go to work too, you lazy bastard? Uh, that I just, I hate the idea of, of telling anyone like the only thing that's settled right is and even then even then it's not is religion mm-hmm. but then some oh, i thought you were in somewhere else <laughs> what i thought you were gonna say something about n95 masks with filters oh yeah no the religion is is quote settled right like christians speaking on the whole uh-huh. christians believe that jesus is the son of god who died yeah. for our sins and accepting him into your life grants you eternal salvation in heaven yeah. right but even then that science was settled in uh, what a thousand years. When did Martin Luther do his thing? Was it thirteen hundred? Thirteen hundred, somewhere around there. Uh, Mar- he, this, that science was settled, and then Martin Luther nailed his treatises to the wall, to the doors of all these re- ways that they were fucking up. And suddenly, Protestantism was born, and now there are dozens and dozens of Christian sects who are saying, like, nice. no, uh, well, yeah, we uh, we agree with that, but also we also think that women shouldn't wear pants or uh-huh. cut their hair. It's like, yeah, we do. Those people are nuts, but uh-huh. we believe that. Uh, if you don't accept our exact interpretation of Jesus Christ, you're also going to hell. Uh-huh. Like we believe in original sin. We don't. We So even something as dogmatic and locked down, like they don't have any, there's not been new developments in the Bible in no. the last 2000 <laughs> years. It's the same fucking book that was put together by the council of Nicaea in 1200 years 1400 years ago it's the same book we're all reading the same fucking book and coming to totally different conclusions but yeah science when you're just running experiments and you find different things every time that shit's settled like did you never compete in a science fair (laughs) oh i think i think you know this group will have a better results than this group because of this thing like i remember this in uh in high school right we did a, a project in my botany class where we planted bean sprout plants in we had each we were paired off into groups yeah and i was my partner and i we decided that what we would test was the psychological effect of words on plants uh-huh so we had a good plant and we had a bad plant yeah and the good plant got praised yeah and the bad plant got told what a piece of shit it was uh-huh. and you know which plant grew better which one the good plant wow yeah and we did you did a noetic uh, experiment uh, that's actually been settled for a long time too. The the surround man, the cult surrounding around of, around that is pretty crazy because there was a, an experiment where people thought good thoughts at some water and it froze in a more beautiful crystalline structure, which was completely fucking bogus. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. So the thing, the thing about it was like, it was, it was just a, a high school group project, but yeah. everybody had different things, right? One group did, you know, slightly different types of soil. One group did yeah. rocks in one soil and ro- no rocks in another. Different kinds of water. Different amounts of light, di- things like that. Yeah. That was, but what you were doing is essentially all the, con- all the conditions had to be basically the same, except for one variable that you yeah. changed. And then you compared those notes. So two groups, both doing, all right, we're going to water this one, you know, three ounces a day and this one an ounce and a half a day and see which one does better. Two groups are doing that. They come up with wildly different results. You have to go back and look at that and say like, well, something got fucked up here. Yeah. Right. But if they both come up with the same results, you can say, okay, three ounces of water is better for a plant than one and a half ounces of water or whatever your cases are. But to say that the science has ever settled is ridiculous because it's not settled. The global warming shit's not settled. You've been saying for 40 years the earth is going to flood and we're all going to die, and that hasn't fucking helped happened. So nothing is ever settled. We, we, con- we had this idea of fucking dark matter for decades, yeah. and now we're looking at re-looking at that and saying, like, no, this is kind of fucking dumb. It's not that. <laughs> we're even... We, j- gravity is just a theory because the fucking science is not settled. Yeah. There might be something more yeah. in in the balance there than just gravity. And we don't know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not settled. There are plenty of topics where they have it in tolerance, where they got it to the point where they can find a practical application. Sure, yeah, things. yeah, yeah. And it is messed up when people don't want to represent the science accurately. One of my favorite things about the global warming was when Bill Nye, the science guy, went on Tucker Carlson's show. And Tucker Carlson asked him what percentage of global warming is human made and what is natural and bill nye didn't want to answer and you know that he knows the answer the answer is roughly half but he didn't want to even get into it because he doesn't want to backpedal at all because it's a fucking political issue and it's really obnoxious to see people acting as bad actors to try to get rubes on their side that really fucking bothers me when people just want to blatantly lie to my face because they think that i'm stupid enough to not look into something yeah and they do. They do think that, that you're stupid. And that's why they can say things mm-hmm. like the science is settled when it's never, ever. If the science was settled, then in 1492, Columbus would not have f- fucking sailed west. He would have sailed around the Cape of Good, Ho- Cape of Good Hope like everyone fucking else yep. to the Indian Ocean because the world was flat and there was no North and South America. Yep. The world is flat. And you can't just circumnavigate the globe. That that science was settled. You can never that science is one of those things you can never be satisfied with the results. You always always have to retest your hypothesis, check yourself for biases, and check until you check and double check that you've controlled for every single variable before you start to say, okay, we've really got this nailed down. Mm-hmm. Because if you haven't done that then what you are doing is a children's art project and not <laughs> science. Um, and, and you know, there, I, there, we used to do the, the thing about the scientific method was like, find a problem, make a hypothesis, yep. do some research, test your hypothesis, look at your results, come up with a conclusion and from there, you either confirm your hypothesis and or you disprove your hypothesis. And either way, you know what comes after that? Retest. You redo it. <laughs> and you come up with a new hypothesis based on the first yeah. one's results. 
Uh, and like a lot of people haven't even seen the inside of a science lab. They just they just watch the news and go, oh, th- well, the science is settled thing. Yeah. The science is settled. Uh, eggs are good for you. Or or uh, wine, right? Alcohol. Yeah. It's every two fucking years. One glass of wine a day. Great for you. Uh, no wine at all. Best for you. You know, uh, chocolate Ch- has cancer in it. A li- chocolate has good vitamins in it. Eggs cause diabetes. Eggs or cause cholesterol. Yeah. Cholesterol. Yeah. E- eggs will. Egg, one egg a day is actually good to maintain your cholesterol. Uh-huh. More than one bad cholesterol. Egg whites only is what's best for you. But then the yolk has uh, essential vitamins and minerals that you need. Yeah, coffee is good for your digestion. Coffee causes your kidneys to fail. Yeah. And it's really sad to see all the scientific studies get fall into basically clickbait culture. Yeah. Just to what? Well, yeah, it's And that's up. the other big problem is that you know, Fox sees the story about the Stanford mass study and mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's correct or not, the fact that it was just completely deleted because the science is settled, that's what pisses me off. If yeah. he's, if they're wrong, prove, prove them, them wrong. wrong. Yeah. I'll be, I will be happy to be proven wrong. Yeah. But until you can scientifically prove that or with if, something that's not saying, well, we thought there was going to be 2 yeah. million deaths and now there's only 500,000. Yeah. So mass save a million and a half lives. Like, well, but what if the 2 million deaths number was fucking stupid to begin with? You haven't controlled for enough variables. The one, the one study they did where they, they showed one of the studies they did where they showed mass worked. They literally glued the mass to dummies around the mouth and nose, and they showed, look at how much particulate it cuts down on. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, if I could fucking super, super glue the mask, super glue to, my the mask to my face, that would work a lot better too, but that's not happening. And then I, then I die. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, uh, I used to, well, I'd vape regularly with the mask on just to watch the other uh, stuff get everywhere. So I knew that the efficacy really wasn't that important. What is important is that if I go into a gas station and someone gets in my face about this, the last thing they probably did was eat out their friend's ass or something who had COVID and I need them to stay the fuck away from me. There was a bunch of times where I'd have to do things that I really don't like just to be a chameleon in a social situation just to be able to bust a maneuver to get what I want. And I'm kind of used to swallowing my pride just to do what's necessary to get what I want. And I would much rather ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yeah, I'm I I'm six foot two. This is something where our where our philosophy is a little bit different on it. Yeah, but I do respect you. There is a it is necessary to get loud at people to make them justify themselves. If anything, just to check them on their like on their own thought process, maybe shake them a little bit to make sure they actually give a shit about their convictions. Because I bet you they don't. Seth, that's one thing I've talked about too before. Yeah, is I can. I can respect someone who believes something because they believe it. Like uh, the girl from Charmed, who's not Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Um, I can respect people like that because they have principles. They're wrong, but they have principles. Mm-hmm. So I understand they're coming at something from a point of genuineness, whereas other people just believe something because that's what they were told. And, it just it harkens back to when I was in a small boy in school and being told by all the Christians in my classes that I was going to hell because I wasn't a Christian, uh-huh. and uh, that was their only evidence of that being like, well, that's what they told us in church. Like, well, in my church they tell us that you're an asshole, but you know you're probably a good person. So, 
I don't know. I kind of like my conclusion a little bit better. <laughs> uh, yeah. I science science should never be settled. It should always be growing. It should always be asking more questions. It should always endeavor to see the other side because when you stop doing that, you're no longer doing science. You're just doing dogma and you're doing a religion and religions have historically led to nothing but death mm-hmm. and destruction of the worst kinds. Every world religion all across the planet, when one group of people believes that they are endowed with some super, um, sky kick, so kick in the sky. If I, if I'm, if I'm nice, I get my cake sky. Yeah. I get my sky kick. Oh, but I think if I'm nice, I get sky pie. Oh no, it's cake, not pie. Then we fight. No, but it's when any anytime a group feels that they are endowed with a supernatural power over others, yeah, that's been given to them through their the cru- figures yeah. of worship, the Crusades. They are capable of the worst kinds of human of lack of humanity, yeah, and in the name of it, in the name of their God, yeah. and ju- if you're you know. Our God's name is Jesus, and he says, love everyone. And your God's name is Muhammad, and he says, I don't know what, but I don't like it. <laughs> well, then I'm going <laughs> to torture you. Yeah, but now it's, well, my God's name is Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates, and he says that you you people not getting the vaccine and you people not wearing the masks and you people not socially distancing and not wanting to lock down, you're the reason why I can't go see a movie. Well, now we've got a big fucking problem between us because God. your God says this, says that to you. But what my brain says to me is the only person keeping you from doing these things is you. So my enemy is you, but your enemy is also you. And you don't like that. So you're going to make me your enemy. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I'm not afraid to get in your face about it. You, you don't want me. But a, most people leave me yeah. alone because I'm six foot two and I weigh 250 pounds and I walk around with a look on my face that says, get the fuck away from me. So Man, the, the attitudes surrounding this stuff were kind of fucked up too. It really reminds me of being locked up because there's this mentality that the whole prison system has where they act like you're there doing you a favor. And really what it feels like is that they just raped you and then expect you to say thank you because they drove you to the clinic afterwards. Like it's really fucked up. All right, yeah, there you you are you are right. There's uh there's no contraband stuffed up your rectum. Thank you, thank you <laughs> so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate you confirming the thing that I already knew. Well, that's my issue. The science is settled. Science can't be settled. It can only be. It can only be plateaued. Yeah, the science is plateaued. That's a phrase that I'll agree with. Sure. Yeah. Our our understanding as we have it so far is about as far as we can get it. Yeah. But eventually we will break through and we will start to climb up again. Yep. Because the, the science is settled to me. Sounds like when your house collapses and you're back down to bare dirt. <laughs> and you know, when we were down to bare dirt, fucking dark ages. Yeah. Welcome to the second one. We're getting a lot of twos. Yeah. A lot of, lot of Civil War 2, Dark Ages 2, Black Plague 2. Uh-huh. Anyway, well, that's my issue, and that's it for this week's episode. Adam, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Naturally. Tell everybody where they can find who gives a shit. 
So just search for uh, Who Gives a Shit on uh, any major podcast player. We've run pretty much all of them. Uh, who Gives a Shit on YouTube. We're there, too. Go to patreon.com slash WGA shit show. stands for Who Gives a Shit Show. Also, you can find us on, on Twitter at the same thing. Participate in our polls where we can vote about who had the most retarded issue that week. And I am fucking... Man, CJ is extra retarded. He is fucking <laughs> killing me. I have yet to win one. Oh, it's disheartening. Tim, you know but, who that uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. because so Even if you don't join the Patreon, I more care that you just listen to the show. Just listen to the show. If I even spark a little bit of critical thought, I will have done my job. I like uh, who gives a shit because they, they're talking about the news of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit, it's a little more news than I'm normally, I used yeah. to consume. But uh, it's filtered through a lens of like what's fun and also who's stupid. Uh-huh. So that makes it a lot more enjoyable. And uh, Adam and CJ both have like Adam and I have a similar approach, but different conclusions. Yeah. And uh, CJ has a different approach and different conclusions. But I like it because it's a diversity of thought that I'm it's two types of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that are the complete fringe minority of the world Yeah, <laughs> with CJ being a person with disabilities who we like pretend that, Oh yeah, we love people with disabilities until anybody actually has to yep. deal with them as yeah. evidenced by his whole feminist yeah. class thing. And then Adam being a former felon, like that is a segment of the population that you just don't ever hear nope. from. Unless, unless they're a citizen. Uh, uh, Unless they're a sports person. <laughs> Yo, fuck. Yeah, the thing, the thing about this, we're the only podcast where, with, where both of the hosts are disadvantaged minorities and white And guys. white. <laughs> and white and white guys. Yeah, so it's... Very it, diverse podcast. Yeah. And it's it's uh, relatively short. I think most episodes are about an hour or a little less. So yes, sir. it's a perfect uh, commute length podcast. Like you can listen to one half on the way to work and one half on the way back if you're working. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, Adam, thank you. For- and that to catch a Redditor bit is the bit that never stops giving. It is so. <laughs> yeah, that's. it's also a great way to get just a taste of Reddit without having to win to kill yeah, yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that is a fun bit on their show. They find Redditors in like r polit- slash politics uh-huh. or, or r slash news or whatever, talking about whatever issues they're they're bringing in that week. And a lot of the the Reddit takes are just yeah, yep, the smartest people on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was bummed out in last week's episode. The the lady that you have redo them, what didn't do it, so Adam had to do it. It's like, oh, not that he did a bad job. It's just mm-hmm. it, he's it, it, not lady. It was yeah. a big change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, so well, I'm probably going to get my producer to do it. Uh, like there's been a lot of scheduling issues and it's hard to get things done when you're dealing with normies that don't exist on the internet and have to do everything in a physical space. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, really inconvenient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, everybody go give that show a listen. If you have not already, it's definitely worth your time. Give it like, give it three or four episodes. The very yeah. least. Yeah. It's the least you could do. Otherwise, yeah. Appreciate it. Otherwise, you are uh, an ableist. Yes, ableist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And you, is that the is that the is that where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Being an ableist against podcasts, against someone, against his own crippled self. 
I've had people tell me that they don't like CJ because he is a crippled man that they don't feel sorry for and they don't know how to reconcile <laughs> that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel sorry for him either, but no, uh, that's why I that's like him. That's because I don't tend, because I, I tend to not automatically feel sorry for disabled people. <laughs> You know, like another a good way to look at it. Like, like a regular person should. Yeah. Oh, that person's disabled, huh? All right. Yeah. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Thank you, Adam. Uh, until next time, I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. And I'm Adam from Houston. See you next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's I Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on, uh, wait, or you can visit us in the Discord and upload a voicemail into our voicemail upload channel, which I do believe there are a couple of those that we've had this week. I think I inadvertently marked them as red. That one's new. I think that one is also new. Oh, yeah, that one is also new. Wow, I inadvertently marked two played that I shouldn't have. Well, here's one from Big Cray in the Discord. Hey, it's your old pal Big Cray Duke here with a rare non-musical voicemail. Here's what I don't get. Broken auto parts kiosks poorly disguised as actual stores. I work on a lot of cars, and if I know I'm doing a project well in advance, yeah, I'm getting the parts from Rock Auto. However... There are those occasions where you need the part today and not in two weeks. In those unfortunate instances, I find myself at AutoZone or O'Reilly's hating my life. Other than the fact I'm going to pay three times the price for the part for the luxury of getting it immediately, 90% of the time, I don't even get the part immediately. It's always, yeah, boss, we don't got that in stock, but we can have it here for you tomorrow morning. Perhaps if they would use some of the two aisles of floor space they dedicate to tacky stickers and other worthless garbage <laughs> to actual auto parts, we wouldn't be in this predicament. So, the other day, I go in get a crank position sensor for an 88 Olds with a 3800. This is a stupid common engine, and this is a part that is notoriously failure-prone. We ain't got one, but we can have it here for you tomorrow morning. Lovely. Guess I'm going to be working on that tomorrow, then. Next day, hey, I'm Cray, and I'm here for my crank position sensor. He types in his little computer. Yep, says it's here. I'll go get it. When he returns, he says, yeah, driver left this. Shows me a sheet of paper with random indecipherable scribble. I don't know what it means, but it was scanned it all, so the system thinks part's here, but it's not. <laughs> There's a 30-second oh, pause where fuck. I'm unsure if he expects me to just buy the piece of paper before he finally asks, <laughs> would you like to order the part? We can have it here for you tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's try again. So, next day. Yeah, you did a stellar job the first time. Yeah. Hey, I'm Cray. I'm here for my crank position sensor. Yeah, I'll get it. Here you go. That's not a crank position sensor. That's a cam position sensor. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I can read the box. <laughs> so does that not work oh, no Jesus. it is a completely different part so you don't want it no I would like a crank position sensor crank not cam 
pipes in his computer. You know, again. that stuff you smoke behind the store. Since when you're we on ain't break. got none of those in stock. We can have it here for oh, you tomorrow sorry. morning. Nah. I'll just be lighting the car on fire. Thanks anyway. <laughs> this is why people hang yeah. themselves in garages, isn't it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you ain't gonna fool me again. Yeah, the uh, Saturday. So uh, during, during our big ice, I burnt out the fuse for my side mirrors. Okay, yeah. And it's been burnt out for since then, every, yeah. February, right? Yeah. But I haven't had a problem with it because... It's where you want it. They're where I want them. Yeah. Yeah. So something bumped me. Maybe I bumped the passenger side mirror. So it's slightly tilted more in and down than I like uh-huh. it. It's still usable, but yeah. it's just so anyway, I need to I pull the I pull the fuse and it's a five amp fuse and not a ten or fifteen amp fuse, uh-huh. which is an annoyingly small number. So I go to AutoZone and I I I decided, you know what? I they had a bunch of things. They had this thing that's like Ford fuses, and it was all different sizes, all different mix and match. And I was gonna buy that, and then I thought, no, you know what I should do is I should just find out all the different types of fuses and relays that go in my car, and then buy them all individually yeah. online for yeah. cheap, and put them in a little bin that I can then keep labeled, in the car yeah. labeled. And when ever something burns out, I can just quickly swap every, swap some. So I think that's a good long-term plan. And you know what I'm going to start? With this now 10-pack of 5-amp fuses. Okay. I don't think I'll ever use them all. No. But it's... It's better to have 10 than zero. Yeah, it's four. It's $4, 10 fuses. This It'll be a great place to start. And when I get to my little ATM, ATM-5A fuse segment of my Mm -hmm. soon-to-be little tackle box, I'll empty that box in there. So I go up to the counter and there are two other people waiting and there's one employee and I'm like, okay, this is, you know, this is what it is. And he's helping the the guy, first guy who has a battery in one hand and some other stuff in the other hand. And I guess he ordered a battery online. So that's one transaction they have to go through. Uh And then he has to go through a second transaction of transacting the... Other stuff. other stuff that was in his hand. And then he has to go through a third transaction to get the core charge back on the battery that he's swapping out for the one he just bought. Okay. So this is already taken forever. And when I realized he's going into for the transaction number three. And meanwhile, another employee who was outside walks in, shouts at the third employee who I do not see, who seems to be somewhere in the back and then disappears, goes back outside and disappears. Yeah. So while this guy is working on his third transaction, I, the guy to my right doesn't have anything in his hands. So I know he needs them to punch into their computer a bunch of stuff and go digging around, and that's going to take five minutes. And meanwhile, I want to spend $4 on a pack yeah, of fuses yeah. that's about the size of three postage stamps, and I'm supposed to meet someone for lunch in 10 minutes. And so I'm standing there, and I just decided, you know what? Fuck this. I'll go somewhere else and drop the fuses into a basket that was sitting there and walked out the door, and nobody even said a word to me. Just uh, I could have just probably just stolen those fuses. Yeah, probably. So I'm not happy with the auto parts stores now. And I'm probably just going to order those fuses online and start my little fuse collection. Anyway. Yeah, I got my fuse collection. I blew a fuse. So rather than just buy one, I got this little like fucking trapper keeper box that has a million different types of fuses. And so far, I think I've used two out of it. But uh, I got them. Yeah. One of these days. 
they're just taking up space right now. Like, who the fuck am I fooling? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so so there's this guy who should probably be suicidal. I mean, Todd Seidel. And his stories and his drop-ins and his cadence, fucking everything about him I love. However, as a certain other podcast has a literal neon sign that lights up and says, let me clear my throat here a little bit. Todd Seidel, get on the fucking mic! I want to hear what you say, but all your shit is edited out into oblivion. Yes. <laughs> also, in order to whatever, your song, Drink More Booze or More Booze, brother, fuck it is called on TDS album. Oh, God dear. All right, bye. I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> that 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 was that was hard because you know Todd's a curious cat. I'll say it like that. <laughs> and uh, to be able to actually replicate his cadence and that man, that had to have taken some fucking practice. How many takes did that fucking take? Or or he had some medicinal help. Yeah. <laughs> here's another one from an unknown number here's what I don't get <laughs> ads on podcasts that say with our service people with a credit score around 420 can save $9,000 on a car loan so does that mean they're going to coordinate so these people get paid $8,000 to take a car if not, how the hell is someone with a 420 credit score buying a vehicle you could save $9,000 on? <laughs> Johnny Dumbfuck has $50,000 of student loan debt from college he dropped out of, $40,000 of regular debt and credit cards and overdrawn checking accounts, three repossessions, two DUIs, one sweet twin bed in mom's basement, and zero <laughs> jobs in the last five years. We saved him $9,000 on his loan for his new Ferrari. Yep. No way, Johnny, you can have any issues there. What a safe loan. I haven't seen that commercial, but the way he yeah. puts it, it does sound pretty... Uh, pretty dumb. Un- unbelievable marketing. We got another one from that same guy. Hey, so I am a person who is currently living out of my car, and I go through a lot of um, podcasts, just a lot of stuff I got to listen to, not gotta, but want to listen to, catch up on news media, all sorts of that, that bullshit, if you will. And I get to this one show, and I want to really hear this artist who knocks it away on a TDS album. I don't want to drop too many names there. And <laughs> he 
he is supposedly a quote-unquote engineer on this show, but he has no idea how to get on the fucking <laughs> mic! He's on the mic! You dumb <laughs> shit! Someone's listening to some old episodes. Yep. <laughs> I want to know what he has to say. Because his stories are amazing and cray-cray. <laughs> I don't know why I rammed that shit. I'm drunk. Oh. Fuck off. Tide, sidle, xylophone, whatever the fuck. Holy shit. I could send you a $12 microphone that'll pick up more... I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what a great uh, man! It just completely ran out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are there are <laughs> six more voicemails from that guy. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> uh. Here's what I don't get. At work every day before we sign out our vehicles, we got to do this little checklist. For three months now, I've been submitting work orders that the... Now, I'm not a car guy, so I, I'm probably going to mix up my words here. But when you try to shift into reverse, drive, neutral, the little shifter uh, doesn't quite catch the first, second, third time. Sometimes it'll be in drive, and it'll just slide itself into neutral. I've tried to put in work requests of game that's looked at. I get told that it's a non-threatening safety issue, so uh, they'll get to it when they get to it. What? <laughs> Seems important, but what do I know? Uh, that sounds not like what they say. Yeah, uh, your car suddenly shifts out of drive. I mean, it's not like it's killing the engine, but um, I, I would be worried about the transmission, something happening with it, like, it, I mean, that sounds like a workplace accident waiting to happen. Yeah. So you're like, sir, did you see the memo about this? We expect you to lie to us so that we don't have to do anything. If if the engine is the heart of the car, mm -hmm. the transmission is the aorta, right? Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, in movies, when someone gets shot and it severs their aorta and they, they die, uh, die in seconds. Immediately. Yeah. 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 Uh, transmission problems are in your car are not to be fucked around with. Oh. Uh, Let's see. Let's go back to our Todd Seidel fan. Yeah. So originally the reasons I stopped or at least the reason that I. Okay. So I also want to point this out. The first voicemail I played from him, 4.06 a.m. The next one, 4.13 a.m. This one, 4.15 a.m. Uh -huh. Told myself I stopped listening to here's what I'm getting is the very off, not off key, the very uh, low tone that um, Tab set one day saying, you know, this might be the end, you know, it's all, I'm going to kill myself, blah, 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 Biden won. <clears throat> <laughs> now, to be clear, I'm a Trump fan uh, all the way. And... I kind of got what you were saying. You wanted to muddle through all and just get to the truth, right? But it's really fucking hard to get to the truth when 
Todd, do a fucking sidle. Can't speak into a microphone. So all his points are lost. All his stories are gone. And it's just depressing to listen to blank fucking space because some redneck music-making awesome motherfucker decides to fucking... End of voicemail. <laughs> hey, Deb, I just watched your steak video and uh, brought up a... Here's what I don't get. Uh, people who think bacon makes everything better, one, it doesn't, all right? Two, it, it, it overpowers the flavor of everything. I mean, Islam has two things right. How to treat women and fuck pork. It, it's just the shittiest. It's shitty meat. Um, also, too, really basil and gar- like garlic salt. Eh, okay, but basil. Like, are you trying to make beef jerky? Like, what the fuck, dude? I love you, man, but that's just way too much. Fucking letter carry head it perfectly. Salt and pepper. That's it. And then what I do is virgin olive. You coat it lightly in virgin olive oil, salt and pepper. You cook it. Great crust. It's way too much. Uh, I'm sure you'll have some spicy opinions to yell back at me or call me stupid, but oh well. Uh, no, basil's great. Basil is great. Goes on everything. Hey, try it. Try yeah, it. Try it. Try, try it. it, and then tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, that's that's really the because. And here's the thing: a lot of people they like to do the finish in the garlic and herb butter. Uh-huh. I'm basically doing that without the butter yeah. and on a grill. Yeah. So. Try it. I, I yeah, try I'm it. telling you, salt, pepper, garlic, basil on your steaks. Leave them for an hour. Leave them for a day. Whatever, however long you want to leave them on there, and then grill them. Because the thing is, most of it comes off. The salt, the salt is what gets into the meat first, yep. and then a little bit of the pepper, and a little bit of the garlic, and a little bit of the basil. And then when you're grilling, all the juices leak out, and all of that, the seasoning comes off for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and so you're just left with a little bit, and it's it's good. Trust me. Try it. Cook yourself one steak that way, just one, just one. Just one isn't that all? That'll be all it takes. Hey, my name's Todd. This one's four seventeen a.m. Final, <laughs> and I would like to recap all of my previous voicemails and. <laughs> Every once in a while, I. (laughs) 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 No, I agree with that. I have to say that. Uh-huh. And that about wraps up my story when when that one thing. <laughs> now this is some dedication. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's still another minute left of this voice. <laughs> oh my god. Man, this dude's definitely winning third in the Todd Seidel impersonation. <laughs> and then I slipped her slip. The shame is I'm gonna have to cut a bunch of the silence out in the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one cardinal sin. <laughs> He's McMurray. 
and letter Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another one from him four days later, but also at four in the morning. <laughs> hey, uh, so it's the drunk guy again, uh, calling about Todd Seidel. Um, <laughs> once again, explaining to you about what I don't get. And what I get this week is um, people not getting on the fucking mic. <laughs> Holy shit. Duct tape his mouth shut. He's not allowed to talk because he's too fucking stupid to get on the mic. <laughs> Stay off the mic or put the mic down your throat and talk into it. You stupid the mic. fuck. you supposed to be an auto audio engineer. Holy fuck. And yes, I would like to apologize because currently calling you off the speakerphone, and I'm sure this sounds like shit, but I'm a drunk guy. I'm not a fucking audio engineer, engineer with a fucking studio who should know better. You fucking, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, Tal, and I swear to God, I listen to your, uh, song probably once a fucking month because it's fucking great get on the mic oh we got one from uh jay in the discord gentlemen it's jay i think there's an important distinction to make for updates there's the security ones for bug fixes and performance which i don't have a problem with and i think should be mandatory because let's face it most people are stupid and if left alone they'd never ever update anything they have and ignore it forever until a thing breaks or gets a virus and nukes their data. But what you have a problem with, and I agree with you, are feature updates where the developers get bored and weren't making enough money on their training materials. So it's time to change everything for no goddamn reason. How many times is a replacement for a program or a new version worse? That's where you should be allowed to say, I want to hang on to the old interface and they should put in an option that says, I'm not a moron, and let me do it the way I'm comfortable with. The Office Ribbon is a great example, fucking with almost 20 years of muscle memory. And then when yeah. everyone goes, yeah. where, where did all the options go? You, you shuffled them. Microsoft had the gall to say, well, it's this more efficient, better. new yeah. users are faster. Yeah, because they don't have to unlearn the old one first. These companies forget that because it's their baby, that the tool is for you, not the other way around. Also, did you have a chance to try any of the mixes I sent? The here's what I don't drink reminded me. That was it. Stay furious. Uh, we we did. We tried. Um, I like really, I really like the Seven Up ones that he sent. I don't think you tried them. I think I've tried them all by myself. The the like energy. I don't remember. What oh, the, the G Fuel is. stuff. G Fuel. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The I like the Seven Up ones the best. It was like a. Use one of those ones you dump into a water bottle yeah, and yeah. shake them. Yeah. They're pretty good for like fruit juices. For, I mean, it's essentially Kool Aid. It, it's gamer Kool Aid. Gamer Kool Aid. Yeah. So we've got three more from uh, the drunk guy. These are from this morning, 4 37 a.m. Transcription not available. 
did he not get getting on the fucking mic? <laughs> or Bud, yeah, he drunk Bud dialed us. <laughs> The birds are coming out. Yeah, I hear I hear the birds, yeah. Here's another one also from 4.37 a.m. No birds this time. Oh, there's a little bit of birds there at the end. Dead Elms. Is it looking great? Hemi Days. 426. It's not in reference to the Elkhead engine. Which is a 6.2 liter, which is not even close to 426 cubic inches. Please, don't talk about performance vehicles from the passenger seat of your mom's Kia. The 426 <laughs> engine from the late 60s dominated everything on the road and track. Don't insult it with this modern bullshit here. Can't believe you didn't have my back on this tab. I thought the new Hellcat engine was a 426. I'll see you guys on Power Stroke Day. Because I know that was their big thing, but I guess maybe that was the plain Hemi, not the Hellcat. I'm not a Mopar guy. I'm a I'm a Buick and Mustang guy. That's it. All right. Anyone want to take some guesses as to what the drunk guy has doesn't get? Place your bets. uh, If I had to take a guess. uh, Dorito breath. (laughs) Well, he said he was living out of his car, so I'm going to go with gas prices. (laughs) First things first. I don't get how Todd, (laughs) the audio engineer, doesn't know how to get on the fucking mic. Uh, Holy balls. Your intro um, Star Trek music thing you're doing now, top tier, dude. Dude, great shit. Fucking great. Third. Oh, shit. Um, I don't remember. Um... It goes Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Captain Benjamin Sisko's God Tier. He punched Q. Then it goes TNG. Voyager and original series are tied. And to be honest, I haven't seen the rest. The other Your one? Thought? <laughs> uh, I don't think Deep Space Nine is the best Star Trek series. It's good. And, yeah. and I'd say it's great. But it's not the best one because it takes too much. You have to. To know too much about Star Trek to know what's going on, uh, and it's not a good. It's not a good. So it's not a good entry show, right? It's not a good show that you just walk into. <clears throat> I think even after having watched all of TNG and not being able to get through season one of D Space Nine yet, I mean, there's a reason. Yeah, uh, and I like some of the characters so far, right? Yeah, I like the uh, the premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, which is fine. Was fine when I was watching TNG, and every episode was a new adventure. Yeah, yeah. And in season one of Deep Space Nine, it's all every episode's kind of just like uh, here's a different person on the spaceship on the space shut station. Yeah, and we're doing space station stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so there's that. There's that. Then I 
so there's that that barrier to entry series wise. It's not good for a first mm-hmm. starter. But then there's it's also not good for the sense that you can just say, oh, here's a top ten list of episodes from Deep Space Nine because all the top ten lists of episodes from Deep Space Nine. Uh, you have to have watched two seasons worth of lore building yeah. shit to understand what the hell is going on in that episode. So episodes like the Pale Moonlight, in the Pale Moonlight, which everyone loves about Deep Space Nine, you can't just watch that episode and know what the fuck is happening. Uh. <clears throat> it's not bad. That's just not why it's the best. But you can with TNG. TNG, you can jump in anywhere. You can watch a season one episode and then a season seven episode, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Other than you go, where's Tashi R? <laughs> Um, or not, or not, you know, or season, season two, you watch a season two episode and then a season six episode. And the only difference is you say, what happened to Catherine Pulaski? No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, you say, I'm glad Catherine Pulaski is gone. (laughs) She needs to be shaken to death. I think TNG is the best series in that regards. And that it's, it's like, it's the modern stuff. It's easy to watch. It's not, you don't. And that's, that's another reason why I think enterprise is bad because enterprise is, predicated on being a prequel for all this shit you uh-huh. already know about star trek so i'd say it's tng tos voyager, voyager d space nine enterprise because i like voyager a lot and a lot of people don't but i call those people wrong so anyway uh this has been our star trek segment <laughs> and that's it i think yes. that's all of our voicemails what i don't get these are the ramblings of Tab and Tim. Their continuing mission to bitch about modern Star Trek. To point out old Trek was often just as bad. To boldly go where many podcasts have gone before. Someone posted a screenshot from a message with someone in their family or someone they know who is too afraid to go out because there might be asymptomatic carriers, uh-huh. even though this person has already had their yeah. vaccine. Yeah. Pretty sure that only protects you for like a couple months. I've had friends who've had it twice now. Uh, mm, have I, don't, I don't think you I do. don't think you have. Uh, I don't even believe that Tim and, and Truckin' and Tuckin' had it. I think it was all a scam. I think you had a seasonal cold mm-hmm. and they lied because they're liars anyway. Well, that was a lot of voicemails to get through. That was like two weeks of voicemails to get yep. through. Uh, so, yeah, uh, well, Adam, thank you for uh, waiting it out with yeah, us. Sticking around. Well, of course, it's great to be on the show. I've been listening since I first heard you say that you had a podcast on the Dick Show all those years ago. So, uh, it's pretty cool to come on a show that you've been listening to for so damn long. Yeah. Well, I hope you wish you best of luck with uh, who gives a shit. I hope it continues on for many years also. And, uh, well, I plan on doing it. I like making it. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's yeah. something to do at least. It was weird not ha- having a week of not doing it. It was. So, well, everybody, thank you for listening to the show. Get your voicemails in for, uh, whatever issue you may have with one of the hosts. <laughs> uh, if you have some particular issue you want to bring in um four in the morning is really the best time to call yes yes <laughs> <laughs> definitely after you bud dial us twice <laughs> so anyway thank you everybody that's it for this week's episode we'll see you next time